When you think sports, think News Radio 1070, WKOK. The Shikalemi Braves play on News Radio 1070, WKOK. It's going to be a handoff right side and running room there. Run up the middle. Schaefer Knights in the open field. Schaefer Knights has got to go. Touchdown, Shikalemi. Holy cow, Kevin. Wow. Shikalemi Braves football on WKOK is sponsored by Glick Incorporated, Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Truck, Purdy Insurance, Midtown Bistro, Blaze Alexander Ford, Northumberland National Bank, Free Fall and Grill, Peter's Home Appliance Center, Sunbury Motor Company, Shawley Insurance Agency, Shimokin Dam Health Center, Service First Federal Credit Union, Buffalo Wild Wings, Platinum Sealands Grove, Cole Stony Hill Tree Farm, The Squid. Squeeze in and duck in. WNL Subaru, Mart's Gap View Hunting Preserve, Midpen Energy, Blaze Alexander Buick Cadillac GMC Truck Sunbury. Now, let's go to the stadium with Kevin Herr and the Chief Dave Ritchie. Tonight, it's week seven of the high school football season. Unfortunately for the Shikolami Braves, they are looking at the same situation they have been for most of this 2022 season. That's been trying to find the right matchups and the right players in the right position. And then when you finally do, it ends up being an injury situation. And tonight, the Braves will once again be working with a patchwork offensive line, including a player who is getting his first game action tonight, his first game action of 2022 after being a part of the team for a little over a week, Chief. That's, uh, that, that's a big task that uh, C.J. Keener is going to have tonight. He has learned quickly but, this situation. But you have to understand, J.C. played all last year. It's not like he's this is True. his first experience here. So he's probably pretty familiar with the offense, even though there are times that you might forget. And defense is just uh, a matter of uh, just playing football. And so we'll see what J.C. can do as he comes back to uh, help the Braves in a, in a tough situation. Well, as we said, uh, the Braves are looking at a couple of different guys in new positions here tonight. And, you know, one of the things that they've been trying to do is make the most uh, of what they have to work with. C.J. Keener coming in for the first time this year playing tonight. Derek Turbo-Ortiz is uh, actually going to be playing again on the offensive line. He was actually supposed to be a running back as the season started and unfortunately ethan turber ortiz is out for tonight's game uh we understand and that means again going back to the quarterback rotation it's now back to lucas wetzel at quarterback chief well i'm sure that coach kaiser's probably going to do a lot of wing t type offensive plays tonight with uh with lucas under center and that's what they did last week uh, in the second half against Shemokin, and it worked out for them as they got three scores in the game. That was in the mercy rule at that particular time. So, you know, Lucas uh, just basically, uh, when he has to throw the ball, he'll, he, he either have to roll out or he's probably going to have to line up in the shotgun, but that's what you've got to deal with. Uh, you know, you're looking at the offensive line. You, you know, uh, Elijah Fernandez, who was a back, is now in the offensive line, as is Derek Turbo Ortiz. And uh, I'm with, with, with uh, C.J. Keener, the new guy in there, Mason Raybuck, who's been a rock at center. All right, he's been he's been in every game, every quarter. As what he about, also, about the only one? As he also plays defensive tackle. And, of course, Cooper Rouse, who started the season just going one way at defensive tackle, now is going two ways in the last three or four games also at the offensive tackle. And, 
And then Luke Snyder, number 23, playing at tight end. That's that's going to be uh, a little bit uh, interesting. But I'm sure sure that uh, when Luke's asked, asked to block down on a, on a tackle or a linebacker, he'll be able to do it. Well, the other thing is the Mifflinburg Wildcats are in town. The Wildcats coming in with a record of 5-1 and one on the season. They are led by a very talented quarterback in Troy Dressler. Dressler, the 6'4", 200-pound junior. Listen to these numbers. 72 for 121, uh, 1,002 yards and eight touchdowns. The only thing you could say would be a blemish on that record is he has seven interceptions so his touchdown to interception ratio is a a little bit closer than you would like it to be but boy a thousand yards and you're only in you know that's through six weeks of the season chief yeah and you take all those scores he's involved in 40 percent of all the points that mifflinburg has scored this year and he um he also uh his rushing average isn't that good well, no, he's 13 carries for zero yards. Yeah, yeah. but but he also, he, I think he also has a two-point conversion someplace along the line there. So, yeah, but he's, you know, if you think about it, just two years ago, he was the starting defensive end for this Mifflinburg football team, and his dad decided to move him to quarterback last year, and it's been nothing but great for the team and for him. Well, he also has uh, some help behind him at running back in Andrew Deal, the 5'7", 155 senior, 66 carries, 539 yards, leads the team with eight yards a carry and seven touchdowns on the ground. He's also the leading receiver with 15 catches for 271 yards. That's an 18 yards a catch average. And by the way, seven touch or three touchdowns. You talk about a guy who's a big part of the scoring. Here's a guy that's scored seven of Mifflinburg's touchdowns this year in the air and on the ground. Yeah, I think if you look at the, the rushing yardage, he, he has 60% over half of the yards all right, from, from the line of scrimmage. But if you think about it, that's what most good backs do. They, you, you just run them until they're ragged or else until they stop them. And, you know, he's, he's a, what I would call a two-dimensional player in that he also, uh, you know, can catch the football, as you talked about before. Yeah, uh, Kevin, he also has two punt returns for touchdowns. So, you know, think about that. He's got kind of like does everything out there. And I I watched the game, uh, the Seals Grove game, and I watched the Midwest game that Mifflinburg played. And uh, the, he's, he's the real deal. He's not only tough inside, and you can also put him up and get him downfield quickly, too, with his speed. That's uh, a big task for Shikolami tonight here at Shikolami Stadium. First time the Braves have been back here in a little while, but they'll be here three times in the next four weeks. Only road game left is Mount Carmel. So if you haven't had a chance to come out and support the Braves, bring your radio along with you, listen to WKOK, or listen on the app and uh, watch the Braves in person. We know there's a lot of traffic on the strip tonight, so if you're not able to make the game right away, we'll make sure to keep you covered. And don't forget WKOK Sports' YouTube channel, We'll take to uh, WKOK Sports YouTube uh, coming up at just before 7 o'clock, actually about 6.55. You'll be able to uh, hook it up on your phone, on your computer, or on your smart TV right in your den and living room. And you can have the chief and me in your living room. And what better entertainment is that? You're right. I agree with you, Kevin. <laughs> a lot better than some of the other things that are going on. on and TV you know what? Nowadays. It doesn't cost you anything, and there's no subscription fee. That's true. <laughs> yep. And we're not going to ask you to buy anything either. Well, we might. Or <laughs> we should. We should start a GoFundMe for you and I, right? <laughs> we might ask you. to Actually, buy we something. should do a GoFundMe for the for these 
kids that are running the TV for us and, and doing all that work, all right, because, um, you know, they, they seem to be the ones that are always uh, out in the weather or, you know, always having to deal with some technology problems in different situations. So. And it is a windy night tonight here at Shikolami Stadium. We'll talk more about that after we talk with Coach Jim Kaiser of the Shikolami Braves. Shikolami Mifflinburg coming up on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any newer used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at blazealexanderford.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. The appliance pros at Peters care about your safety. Make sure you disconnect your clothes dryer vent twice a year and check for blockage. If your dryer can't vent properly, dangerously flammable lint can build up inside your vent and inside your dryer, causing poor drying performance and can be a fire hazard. See the appliance pros at Peters for more helpful appliance tips. Remember, when it's time to purchase your next appliance, see the experts at Peters. Building or remodeling, let Peters put together your perfect appliance package. Peters Home Appliance Center, Sunbury. Marco. Rye. Okay, I'll play along. Polo. Marco. Polo. Rye, where are you? Behind the third row of corn to the left. Your left or my left? Mom, it's my left. There's so much fun in the corn maze at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. Some folks don't want to be found. Come join the fun now through November 6th. They have huge outdoor games for the whole family and pumpkin chunkin'. Bombs away! Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road in Milton and at colesstonyhill.com. Hey, Mom, I found Kevin. I was in need of refinancing my home and was so intimidated with the process of looking online. There were so many options and I wasn't sure who I could trust. Thank goodness I had Brenda at Nori Bank. Brenda gave me peace of mind and explained everything so clearly to me. She was able to help me refinance my mortgage and I closed in no time. I didn't have to worry because I have Nori Bank. The Northumberland National Bank. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, based on a customer testimonial. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Welcome back to Shikolami. Kevin here with Coach Jim Kaiser of the Shikolami Braves. And another tough week of practice trying to punch guys in in different spots. You got different guys and, you know, plays receiver, quarterback. I mean, it's just been one of those years where you've had to fill in and patchwork an offensive line, a defensive line, and offensive skill positions. And this week doesn't look any different. No, actually, it's uh, it's we're, we're really digging deep right now to – to find, we've got a bunch of. I think right now we uh, we practice with three freshmen um, at, on the offensive line. So uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. It's a very difficult team today with the quick passes. I mean, this is a, this is a team in Mifflinburg that really likes those little out patterns. It's really tough to cover quick receivers. 
can you come up to the line of scrimmage and jam them to get the timing up, or you know, what, what's the thought on how you how you defense it? Well, yeah, again, you pick your poison with these guys because uh, you come up and start doing that stuff, then they're going to run on you, and you know, we're going to be missing Ethan Turber, who's probably I think one of the best linebackers in the, in the area, and uh, you know, we haven't been very aggressive at uh, breaking on football, so. You know, pick your poison. I think the Dressler, I think he's the best quarterback that we will see all year. I think he's a fantastic uh, talent. Um, and Jason does so many things over there with his kids. There's just so much to defend. Uh, you know, we're just going to throw it out there and try and do our best. When you look at Mifflinburg from a defensive side of the ball, uh, this is a team that shut down Sealands Grove a week ago. What did you see that they did so well that stymied the, the Seals? Oh, basically just tackle. Uh, they did a better job of tackling than we did against Seals Grove. And again, though, you look at the Seals Grove game, it was 7 nothing, um, And then we started losing kids again with the injuries. Uh, the injury bug just is biting us in the rear end. And, uh, you know, as soon as that happened, they, they scored a bunch. So, I, again, I think our, defensively we played well against Seals Grove. Unfortunately, we did not play that well last week. Well, Coach, we talked about it last week. It's figuring out what it is to take to win. Last week against Shemokin, I thought they took steps, not necessarily to win, but they weren't letting the game go away. Now, I realize second team was in for Shemokin a lot of times, and you didn't have that opportunity to put a second team in because you're basically playing one team, and that's all you got right now. Well, well again, though, we, we, we had basically a second team offensive right. line in there except for, for uh, uh, um, Mason Raybuck. So, you know, yeah, it was our second, but we don't have a second group of running backs. Right. And uh, but but again, I they still had a lot of their starters in there too. I mean, but again, whether our thought our kids played real well, they played, they didn't give up. That's, That's what that was, was important. The point. Yeah, yeah, our kids never gave up. And uh, again, the, with just mistakes that cost us. And uh, I don't know how many drives they had. I don't think I think they had one drive that started on their side of the field that they actually scored mm -hmm. on. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, the score was not indicative of what the game was. I was just uh, that, that you were going where I was yeah. headed to uh, the fact that you know even though that game started to get a little bit out of hand early the kids didn't give in in that one and, and really showed a lot of uh, a lot of heart there in the second half especially yeah especially when you see guys chasing uh, a, a guy down after breaking a, a run uh, they could have they could have just said oh no but no they chased it down they, they showed me a lot our kids have been showing me a lot all year Coach, appreciate the time. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, Kev. You're listening to Braves Football on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have five Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the Mid-State region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, or Sealands Grove areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum, they're proud to say we get you done. Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union. Enjoy Service First great low-rate auto loans, budget-friendly payment options, and ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit serviceone.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Valid through September 30th, 2022. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. 
Community is what WNL is all about. For more than 50 years, we've relied on great people and great local businesses to support us. Glicks is one of those true community partners. For decades, WNL has chosen Glicks because we trust them. They do the job right and they do it well. Whether it's new doors or service, you should trust Glicks too. I'm Andy Long of WNL Subaru, Nissan, and Mazda, and our family is proud to recommend Glicks. Sportsmen, join us at Martz's Gap View Hunting Preserve. Located 15 miles south of Sunbury, Martz's has 1,200 acres of upland game bird hunting habitat and has been an excellent place to enjoy an outdoor family experience since 1957. Martz's also offers continental shoots, sporting clays, wobble trap, and lodging. We thank our veterans for their sacrifices for the greatest country on the planet with special events. Visit us online at martzes.com. The weather is getting cooler and the leaves are changing in central PA. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. If your current agent is falling short, it's time to give Purdy Insurance a call. We're a local, family-owned, independent agency ready to find the right insurance to fit your needs. You can call us at 570-286-5855, stop in our office on Market Street in Sunbury, or head to our website at purdyinsurance.com to find out what we can do for you. Welcome back to Shikalami. Kevin here along with the Chief Dave Ritchie getting ready for Shikalami Mifflinburg tonight from the stadium. Let's give you the starting lineups first for the Mifflinburg offense. Troy Dressler is going to be the starting quarterback. Mentioned him earlier, 6'4", 200-pound junior with 1,000 yards passing already this year. Carter Breed will be the running back, the 5'2", 195 senior, averaging 7 yards a carry and 9 out as he catches him out of the backfield. Andrew Deal has two 100-yard games this season. We talked about his seven touchdowns on the ground and three in the air for the 5'7", 155 senior. Tanner Zimmerman is the wide receiver, a 5'11", 150 senior, along with Zach Workman. Workman averaging 13 yards a catch for the 6'3", 190 senior. Kyler Troop is the tight end, a 5'7", 205 junior. And across the front, Christian Oberheim is the left tackle, 6'1", 190 senior. Lucas Whitaker, the left guard, 6'205", senior. Emmanuel Ulrich is the center, a 6'285", senior. Trevron Simpson is the right guard, a 5'9", 180 senior. And Xavier Kroll, the left tackle, or excuse me, the right tackle, a 5'7", 210 freshman. Greg Dotsky is the kicker. The senior is a 5'10", 150 junior. He is 18 of 22 in PATs this year. Mason Schneck is the punter, the 6'2", 175 freshman, averaging 37 yards a punt. The Shikolami defense will match up with Lucas Wetzel at defensive tackle. Wetzel is a 6'2", 215 junior, 24 tackles. He has two forced fumbles, leads the team in that category. C.J. Keener is playing nose, the 5'6", 146 junior, Mason Raybuck is the defensive tackle, a 6'1", 212 senior. Six sacks for Raybuck this year. Isaac Schaefer-Knights will be the will, a 5'7", 192 senior. Matt Schaefer, the outside linebacker, a 5'10", 186 senior. Luke Snyder is the mic, a 5'10", 200-pound junior. Elijah Fernandez is the outside linebacker. Has two forced fumbles on the year for the 5'9", 182 senior. Derek Turber Ortiz is the Sam, leads the team in tackles for a loss with eight for the 5'11", 201 sophomore. 
Jaden Packer is the corner. He's a 5'10", 162 junior. Rashawn Martin, a 5'9", 157 senior. At the other corner, Chase Morgan is the safety, a 5'9", 145 senior. For the Braves on the offensive side of the ball, the Braves will have Lucas Wetzel at quarterback, the 6'2", 215 junior, 6 of 16, four interceptions, a touchdown and 101 yards. Isaac Schaefer Knights, the 5'9", 192 senior, with two 100-yard rushing games, four touchdowns on the seasons, averaging seven yards a carry. Matt Schaefer is the Z-back, the 5'6", 165 junior, with two rushing touchdowns this year. Chase Morgan and Rashawn Martin will be the other two running backs. Luke Snyder will play tight end tonight. Dominic Angelillo will see some wide receiver along with Jaden Packer. Across the front, it'll be Cooper Rouse at left tackle, a 6'1", 253 senior. C.J. Keener, a 5'6", 146 junior. Mason Raybuck is the center, a 6'1", 212 senior. Elijah Fernandez, the right guard, a 5'9", 182 senior. Derek Turbo-Ortiz, the sophomore, is at right tackle. Nick Coons is the kicker, 5'9", 185 senior. 10 for 14, 1 for 1 in field goals, 10 for 14 in point after touchdowns. He's also the punter, averaging 33 yards a punt, 5 inside the 20 and a long of 61. Defensively for the 5-1 Mifflinburg Wildcats, Kyler Troop with four sacks on the year for the 6-7-205 junior. Emmanuel Ulrich is the defensive lineman, a 6-foot-277 senior, along with Lucas Whitaker, who leads all tacklers with 39. Carter Breed tied for the team lead in tackles for a loss with five and leads the team in fumble recoveries with three for the 6-2-195 senior will be one of the linebackers. Jonathan Melendez will be another linebacker, averaging or has 37 tackles on the season for the 5-7-180 senior. Ben Wrights is the uh, third linebacker in this four-linebacker set. He's a 5-8-170 sophomore. Chris Oberheim with two forced fumbles this year for the 6-1-190 senior. The corners will be Zach Wirtman and Sean Gradotsky. And the safety will be Andrew Deal, who has three interceptions on the season for the 5'7", 155 senior. That's our starting lineups for tonight. We'll have the opening kick when we return. This is Chicken Me Football on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Hi, Mike here, and if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, get to Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury for the hottest deals of the month. While everyone else is marking their vehicles up, we are discounting everything. That's right, Blaze Alexander in Sunbury is discounting every new and pre-owned vehicle on the lot. Biggest discounts, lowest rates, most for your trades, best deals guaranteed. Only one place does all that. That's why we take the deals the others won't. Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury. Proud sponsor of Penn State Athletics. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving, and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Sholly Insurance Agency is here to help. Sholly Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Sholly Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at sholleyagency.com. Family-owned and operated, Sholly Insurance, located in Seals Grove and Lewisburg. 
Drive slow down Market Street in Sunbury and keep your eyes peeled to find the small but mighty squeeze-in, bringing you the best dogs you'll find on this side of the river with specialty options that will satisfy any eater like the Cubano, the Reuben, and the Squeeze Dog. The Squeeze-In, your main squeeze since 1945. Finish off your day with an evening at the Duck Inn, their relaxing entertainment lounge style patio at 453 Woodlawn Avenue in Sunbury is the perfect place to duck in and have a drink. You may not be ready for winter, but you can get ready to save on your heating bill with MidPen Energy Easy Pay. What's Easy Pay? Well, Easy Pay gives you year-round heating oil price protection by offering a low cap price and easy monthly payments. The cap price means you're guaranteed to not pay more than that price all year long. Free to join. Enroll now at midpenenergy.com. That's midpenenergy.com. You can save on heating oil with Easy Pay by MidPen Energy. Midpenenergy.com. Simple, affordable, easy. Marco. Rye. Okay, I'll play along. Polo. Marco. Polo. Rye, where are you? Behind the third row of corn to the left. Your left or my left? Mom. It's my left. There's so much fun in the corn maze at Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm. Some folks don't want to be found. Come join the fun now through November 6th. They have huge outdoor games for the whole family and pumpkin chunkin'. Bombs away! Cole's Stony Hill Tree Farm, Mexico Road in Milton and at colesstonyhill.com. Hey, Mom, I found Kevin. Welcome back to Shikolabee Stadium. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie as we get ready for tonight's matchup between Mifflinburg and Shikolabee. The Wildcats making their appearance to our left in the end zone in their all-white navy blue numerals and lettering and trim. The Braves are starting to form out to our right as we speak in their uh, navy blue jerseys, white numerals, and white pants tonight. Chief, what are your keys for the game tonight? One of the things the Braves offense is going to have to do is they're going to have to control those three big guys in the middle for Mifflinburg. Emmanuel Ulrich, who's been a great wrestler for Mifflinburg for years at six foot, 285 pounds, moves like a 95-pound wrestler on the mat. He's just quick and strong. And Kyler Truth is 6'7", 205. Uh, he plays defensive tackle, but he's also the tight end. And Lucas Whitaker is six foot, 205. They gave Seals Grove all they could handle last week. So that's one of the things that the Braves' offense is going to have to do. On the other side, they can't give up any big plays. Uh, you know, one of the things that killed Chickalemi last week was the first play of the football game against Shimogan was a touchdown pass, and it was about a 40-yard uh, pass and run completion. Uh, I think the one thing that the Braves, if they're going to win tonight, they're, they're going to have to try to get some defensive scores off of turnovers, whether it's an interception or whether it's a fumble recovery. Uh, if not get a, if, it's hard to talk with this with the PA system on here. <laughs> it's a loud one. Yes, tonight. it is. Uh, it's you know, if they can get a, a short field for to start their offense, they've got a chance. Shorten the game by holding on to the football offensively. That's something that uh, the Braves are going to have to do. And if, if they can run their wing tee and, and grind out yards three, four yards at a time, that's going to be a benefit. And the last thing is uh, no turnovers. That's one thing that they have to do with no interceptions no fumbles for losses and even if that all that comes true they're playing one of the better teams in the league and in the country i mean in this state and probably in the country in mifflinburg tonight <laughs> yeah they are a very talented football team and and what they did with uh, to sealands grove last week just basically shut them down a week ago 
And we are now going to pause for our national anthem, the color guard with the JROTC here at Shikalimi. The rifle guards are Cadet Corporal Alexander Thomas and Cadet Private First Class, the Honorable Doug Weaver. Our alma mater and national anthem will be sung by Chickalemi student Jace DePerna. our national anthem and uh, if you're looking for us on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel the internet connection that we have to YouTube here with the uh, Shikalami Stadium is down right now <laughs> so unfortunately um, we are not able to upload to our uh, WKOK Sports YouTube channel however we will do our best to get everything connected here throughout the evening and if nothing else be able to give you the full replay of it later on this evening and throughout the weekend but you're more than welcome to listen to us here on WKOK and on WKOK.com tonight. The Shikolami School District would like to thank the following sponsors for the support of Shikolami Athletics. Some Chief, you, uh, what, you gave us some of the keys tonight, but, you know, the Braves have a lot of new faces. How do you get these guys ready to go in, on short notice? Coffee, insurance, 
Well, Kevin, you do the best you can. You try to get as many reps in practice as possible. You try to make things, if I would say, as easy as possible in offense. You cut down on the number of plays that you try to get the kids to learn. And the other thing is on defense. You just uh, have to make sure they're uh, aware of what Mifflinburg is going to do. It's a tough. I talked about it yesterday on the Steve Jones show. It's something that a lot of coaching staffs don't have to deal with, but Shikalimi's had to deal with it just about the entire season. So that's something that, uh, you know, you got to give Coach Kaiser and the rest of his staff a lot of credit that they were able to, you know, put put a team out on the field and for the most part uh, a, a team that knows what they're, what they're doing. Kevin, I forgot to talk about one of the kids from uh, – from Mifflinburg, Carter Breed has been injured uh, and uh, would have come back for the Jersey Shore game, but they kept him out. But last week he came out and played against Seals Grove. He's not only an excellent receiver and runner, but he's also one of the leading linebackers in the Heartland Conference. And that's something that, uh, again, Shickland is going to have to deal with. I forget how many tackles he had last week against Seals Grove, but he seemed to be all over the field. And his number is number four if we ever get – TV going, you can uh, take a look at. Uh, I think a pretty good athlete, one of the one of the cogs in the wheels that uh, keeps Mifflinburg's offense and defense going. Well, the Mifflinburg Wildcats, Mifflinburg Wildcats, ready to kick off, moving right to left as we view things here tonight. And again, uh, we apologize for problems on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. We will be able to uh, bring you this game a little bit later on here this evening. Mifflinburg ready to boot the ball away, and doing so will be Godotsky. He will send it back. Coming right up the middle of the field is Morgan. Morgan to the 25, to the 30, 35, and he snuck his way to the 41-yard line. Chief, it didn't look like he was going to get that far, and all of a sudden he found his way through. Well, he got himself uh, right in between or behind a couple of the linemen that were up there blocking for him and uh, and surged through at the last minute. So the Braves got decent field position. They're going to be at their own 40-yard line in the middle of the field. So the Braves will bring out their offense. And it will be under the direction of Lucas Wetzel. And Wetzel now under center. He'll hand the ball off. It'll be Schaefer Knights at the 40, outside of the 45. And knocked off his feet at the 47-yard line. That was a good run of about six on that first down carry. Well, he, he found the seam. He looked back to the left, and he picked up a lot of yardage basically after the initial hit by one of the Mifflinburg players. But you're right, Kevin. Seven yards is a, is a good start for uh, for the Shiklamy running attack here. You got second and a very manageable three yards here. They'll come to the line of scrimmage with second down and three, just short of the 50-yard line. Wetzel under center, looks to his left, sends a man in motion. That's Martin. Here's the handoff to Schaefer Knights. He's spun around and not down, but the second wave does bring him down at the 45-yard line. He is dropped down by number three, Sean Godotsky. Well, Godoski benefited from the fact that uh, that Ulrich was uh, right there to meet Schaefer Knights as he came up to the 
line of scrimmage, and it looks like he lost uh, three yards there, Kevin. So it'll be third down and six from the 45-yard line. Have to get to the Mifflinburg 49 to continue this drive. Wetzel now under center with 14 on the play clock. He'll take the snap, roll out to the far side after the play fake. Flag flies, drops it downfield. It pass intended for Packer, who was headed to the sidelines at about the 30-yard line, but a hold call is going to bring it back anyway. I would think Mifflinburg will decline this, though. Yeah, Luke is trying to get outside on what we basically call waggle play, but there were no guards out in front to help him out. Throwing across his body, he overthrew the receiver, but uh, you're right, Kevin, it's going to be a, a holding penalty against the Braves, and they, they did not, uh, you're right, they did not take it, so it's fourth down. So Coons will boot the ball away and back deep for Mifflinburg. Let's see, it looks like they sent back Troop to the far side, and I think Deal to the near side, right about the 22-yard line. Waiting for the direct snap, here it comes. From the 35, boots it away, and it will be deal at the 20-yard line. Gets to the outside to the numbers, to the 30, moving right to left to the 35. Spun out of bounds by the Braves, number 23, Luke Snyder. Good coverage by Luke. You know, again, on a punting situation, you have to try to stay in your lanes if you're the if you're the punt team trying to come down and make the tackle. And deal almost got outside, but Luke ran him down. First down and 10 from the 36-yard line as Mifflinburg will come out for their first offensive possession of the ball game. Ulrich is not only the nose tackle, but he's the center. That's a, a nice uh, big guy in front of the quarterback as he's in shotgun position here, Kevin. And the play, nope, it is going to be a handoff. The handoff goes to Deal off the right side. Not a whole lot of room there. Luke Snyder, one of the guys in on that tackle after a gain of about a yard. The problem was that the handoff was uh, the ball actually dropped out of the quarterback's hand, and as he was picking it up, he gave it to Deal, and that gave Shikalimi's defense a chance to react and only picked up a yard. They brought a lot, they brought a, I thought they were going to put uh, throw a quick pass out here to their left when they brought the man in motion, but uh, again, it was just a a handoff to deal. As the lights take full effect, Mifflinburg moving right to left for their first play from scrimmage. Play action. Looking long downfield, he's got a man over through his intended receiver, Workman. Had a step on the defender, Packer, but could not can make the connection. It'll be third down and long. Yeah, he was wide open. He had gone by the the corner over here, and the pass was uh, either either he was not running, uh, what I would call it full speed, or or uh, in this case, Dressler just overthrew him. Lots of weapons out there for Mifflinburg's offense. We'll send two receivers to the near side. One of those is going to be Workman once again. Shotgun, back to pass on the four-receiver set. Pressure's coming. He's going to throw it on the run. Incomplete pass intended for Jared Miller to the near side. But I'll tell you what, there was a lot of backside pressure coming, Chief. Uh, Also, I thought he might have been close to being past the line of scrimmage, It was close. Because the line of scrimmage was at the the Mifflinburg 37-yard line, and he was close to to getting around. So good offensive uh, start for the Braves. As they uh, are put uh, Mifflinburg in a in a three and done situation, and they're going to have to punt. 
And there's the boot. And almost taking a knee there, and he did take a knee. Yeah, Luke Snyder. You know, sometimes when you when you try that that's a tough punt to hand. They're all tough to handle, but that one was basically coming off of a left-footed kicker, and it was more or less a almost a line drive, and it was knuckleball going out there, and Luke had to go right, left and then go right, and that's when his knee went down. And the good thing was he caught it, and again, the, <laughs> they're they're not in that bad situation as they, they're going to start at their own 30, 34-yard line. They just have to get the offensive uh, to gel here. Shikalemi under center now, under with Wetzel. Handoff goes to Schaefer Knights, and there's nothing there whatsoever. Yeah, he's met by uh, big number 18 in there, who's uh, who we talked about before. As, as being the tight end, that would be that would be Kyler Troop and, of course, the linebackers. And, again, uh, Schaefer Knights loses a yard. Second down and 11 now for the Braves. It's tough to run plays when your offensive line is pushed back into the backfield. And that's that's what, a good point. That's what's happening with the Braves' offense. And I think Coach Kaiser's talked about this before. They, they don't get a surge. They don't come off the ball. Braves coming to the line of scrimmage. Here's the handoff on the inside move. Now to the outside. Flags fly again. And that one's going to be Chase Morgan on the carry. But as I said, flags fly. And that will be coming back on uh, kind of an inside handoff that goes uh, where the flow goes the opposite direction. It's called a counterplay, Kevin. Well, I was looking for something a little deeper than counterplay. If it's it's real deep, it's a scissors. That's when you bring the uh, usually the, the slot back back to get the, the ball to hand off in the opposite direction. But, again, it probably is holding, Kevin. And we uh, it is going to be against the Braves and that uh, holding penalty right about the line of scrimmage. We are told, by the way, that we are up and running on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. We apologize for the delay in getting things started here tonight. But things are going now on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel uh I believe that 10 yard penalty puts the Braves back on their own 22 yard line. And what's happening is they're losing the advantage of having good field position. And even a good pun after this play probably will give Mifflinburg good field position as they'll start their second sequence. Shotgun formation. Wetzel will hand the ball off. Schaefer Knights, who snuck through the first wave and got about a yard or two and then got stuffed. It'll be third down and about 22. I would say he got one yard, Kevin. Yeah, that's about it. There wasn't much more than that. And again, you know, when the Braves ran trips to the right that time, that doesn't leave a lot of blockers uh, to help you out in the backfield. So it's probably a good play trying to uh, almost like a almost like a delayed draw there. Same formation as before. Back to pass, Wetzel comes to the near side. Luke Snyder with a lot of room. As Lucas Wetzel gets it to him at the 30, get down to the 35-yard line, but it's not going to be near enough for the first down. It'll be good for a gain of 13. Nice play. Uh, the, the backs did a nice job. of the wide receivers on that side did a nice job of uh, 
of, uh, of blocking for Luke Snyder. Again, he was probably one one tackle, one t uh, defender away from getting the first down. I don't think he would have gone the distance, but he would have gotten the first down. And here comes the boot off to the, the sideline. Side it was really off the side of his foot. That one is going to be at about the Shikolami 45-yard line. The official still making his move to the 50. They're going to give him the 49-yard line of Shikolami, and that's where Mifflinburg will take over. So, the Shikolami 49. So they actually gained in the in the in the in the exchange of punts there. They picked up about 15 yards as they're going to start in Shikolami territory. And once again, we are uh, back up online on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. So if you'd like to watch us there, as we talked about earlier, you can do so at the moment or at this time, I should say. We have two receivers to the far side. One is the wing. Two receivers to the near side. Deep shotgun formation of almost a full five yards. Coming back to the backfield now will be Breed. Dressler will take the direct snap. Give it to Breed over the right side. Has a blocker in front to the 45, to the 40. Spun down at the 40-yard line. A gain of nine. Then will give us an opportunity to pause. Ten seconds for station identification. This is Shikolami Braves football. Shikolemi Braves football on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online or on your mobile device at WKOK.com. Tonight we'll be following the scoreboard and our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford Tough game of the week. And it will be Milton at Bloomsburg tonight. That's our uh, Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford Tough game of the week where it's worth the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Yeah, Carter Breed did a nice job of turning that ball turning that run up field to pick up those nine yards. He saw, saw an opening, and, and that's what you need to do instead of trying to go east and west. Dressler hands it off right side. Plenty of room there for Deal. Deal gets easily the first down and a bonus 11 yards down to the 30-yard line. Almost the exact same play, Kevin. Just a different runner. First and 10 from the Shikolami 30-yard line with Six minutes remaining here in the first quarter. Still no score between Mifflinburg and Shikolami. Wildcats with their second drive of the ball game. I have to give that offensive line a lot of credit for uh, Mifflinburg on the last two plays. They, they made it possible for the, uh, uh, the backs to get to the holes. Here's a handoff. Deal running left. Gets strung out and tripped up at about the 25-yard line, tripped up by Matt Schaefer, the outside linebacker, or the dog in this set, after a gain of five. Second down and five at the Mifflinburg, or excuse me, the Shikolami 25-yard line. I thought they were going to get him at the line of scrimmage. It looked yeah. like the corner was, was uh, closing in with a linebacker, but the last minute he stepped in there, and it was good, a good shove by by uh, Schaefer that time to, to knock him off stride. Gradotsky goes far to the other uh, opposite side. Shotgun formation with split backs. And the handoff right side to Deal. Deal will push the pile close to the first down marker. Give him a gain of about four to the 21-yard line. Had to get to the 20. It'll be third down and about two. Yeah, it was a nice job by the Braves, the left side of their defense that time, Kevin. You can, you know, you, deal gets two, three yards. You can be happy with that. It's those <laughs> yeah. five to eight to, you know, going to the house yardage that you're worried about. Mifflinburg and Shikolami scoreless with 425 to go and counting here in the first quarter. Mifflinburg just outside the red zone for the first time tonight. 
Shotgun with a sidecar right in Breed. It'll be Dressler in the shotgun. Low snap, pitch to Breed. Breed gets the corner now, has the first down across the 20, and they'll spot him at the 16-yard line, a gain of five and a first down. I think that's closer to seven yards on that play, Kevin. He did, he picked up, he started up. I think it's about the 22. You're down right. To the 16, yeah. closer no, six or call. seven yards. Either way, it's a first down and a new set of downs. First down and 10 from the 16-yard line and the first trip for either team into the red zone tonight. You know, Mifflinburg came into tonight's game, Chief, averaging nine yards a play. That is a whopping number. Well, that, that occurs a lot of times when you get some big plays from the line of scrimmage. Here's Deal with a handoff. He gets nice to the game. outside, and he is going to be pounded down, but not before he gets the first down gain of 10 to the six-yard line. Did a nice job of getting to the, the, the line of scrimmage and at the last minute just kicked it outside. Now, that's no, nothing wrong with that. You're not going east or west. You're going downfield, and then you got to get around somebody by making a move, and he's fast enough to do that. Actually, they only gave him nine that time, Kevin, but I'm going to give him ten because that ball's almost on the on the yard marker it, over there. It is really, really, really close. To the far side of the field is Workman. To the near side, the long side of the field is Gradotsky. On the far hash mark, moving right to left in the first quarter. Handoff, stuttering a little bit, and that was probably the wrong move was Breed on the stutter step. He got dropped quickly. As the Braves got in there fast with Luke Snyder leading the way from his mic position. Yeah, so they actually lost almost four yards on yeah. that play. Was that Breed, did you say, Kevin? It was indeed. And, Carter Breed, and, the 5'2", uh, 195. They, they list him at, I, I have him listed at 5'2". I think he's a little bit taller than that. Yeah. They also got a lot of help from Cooper. Cooper Rouse came from his uh, nose tackle spot, and, and also the quarterback, Lucas Wetzel, playing in there at defensive end. Probably closer to 5-5 at least. Dressler in the shotgun, sends a man in motion. That's deal to the far side. They like to throw it to him. It's a play action. No, it's going to be a handoff. He bobbled the ball, got it back, and that time it was Jonathan Melendez on the carry, and he'll pick up four and a half, and it'll be fourth down and about a half a yard. Kevin, I don't know if you saw that, but that ball came out, came hit the ground, and bounced right back up into his hands. Oh, wow. At the, at the exchange from the quarterback to him, he lost it. Well, now we have a lone setback at a timeout because, uh, actually, I'm not quite sure. I thought maybe Mifflinburg was taking a timeout, but they have plenty of time there. So the officials take a timeout, and they're going to do a measurement. That's what the yeah. timeout's for. Yeah, you can ask for a measurement if you're the off, if you're yeah. defense or offense, not particularly. You know, Melendez is uh, only five seven, but he's 180 pounds. So he's one of those, one of those, uh, you know, compact runners that you try to give the ball to if you need a yard or two. It looks like he's uh, first he's got down, it, Kevin. Got yep. it by the nose of the football. So first and 10. Coach Dressler with the smart move there. Gets a new set of downs here. And Mifflinburg's doing what we would hope Shiklamy would do. The ball control. Yeah. They started on the Shiklamy 49-yard line, and they've been mar- marching towards the goal line as now they're inside the 10. Minute 45 remaining as they wind the clock now with a first and goal from about the 6-yard line. 
Dressler is the quarterback. He'll shift the tight end and the wing to the far side. Now he'll send a man in motion. That's Godotsky. And the handoff right up the middle and almost untouched into the end zone is Andrew Deal for his eighth rushing touchdown of the season, a six-yard carry. That's a nice play. It's almost they bring the man in motion from the left, and it's almost like they're going to run the jet sweep. And after the after the uh, man in motion goes through, Deal's right behind him. He just comes up, and it's a guard trap right up off the center guard gap. And Deal, I don't think anybody got a hand on him, Kevin. Kronotsky will be the kicker on this one. And the snap is good, sets down. The kick is up high enough, long enough, and it is accurate as well. Mifflinburg, with their second possession of the ball game, punches it in from 49 yards out. And the extra point is good, making it 7-0 Mifflinburg here with 1.23 to go in the first quarter of play. And that was all on the ground, 49 yards on the ground. There was not one pass attempted or one pass thrown by Dressler. And I, I think Coach Dressler wanted to wanted to show that, hey, we can run the ball and get touchdowns also. And if you've got two runners like Deal and Breed, uh, two kids that are, are tough runners, and, of course, you got to give that offensive line, Christian Oberheim, Emmanuel Ulrich, Lucas Whitaker, Xavier Crow and Trevor Simpson up front. A good, uh, nice job of uh, blocking, and can't forget the tight end in there from time to time. Kyler Troop is asked to block. So it's a solid offensive line, Kevin. I watched them twice now, and uh, they get off the ball well. They pull, they trap, and uh, they get to their man. They make they don't they don't lose that block. They stay with them all the time. Well, the Phillies got a win earlier today, making the Chief and I very happy about that. And the Phillies will be back in action tomorrow on Eagle 107. That'll be a 3 or excuse me, a 7:30 kickoff or yeah, 7:30 first pitch uh, or 7:30 airtime, 8:30 first pitch. I'll get it out. Well, eight, it'll eight, be coming up later to Saturday. It's night. a 7:30 start in St. Louis, <laughs> but it'll be 8:30 here, Kevin. Right. Uh, that kick goes out of bounds. They're going to bring it back and kick it over. Yeah, it'll actually be an eight o'clock airtime. You know, and Mifflin, uh, eight o'clock airtime on Eagle 107, 837 start time on Eagle 107. If you are a Cardinal fan, you have to be devastated because they were oh, yeah. in complete control of the game 2 0, and the Phillies had exactly two hits starting that ninth inning, and they got six runs, I think, on three hits. Of course, it doesn't help when your when ace closer walks three guys and hits a pitcher to bring hits a batter to bring a run in but yeah if you're a phillies fan you felt their pain because we've been in that situation with the phillies bullpen many times yeah i i, I didn't feel their pain at all i was okay with it <laughs> here comes the squib kick this time and Schaefer Knights will pick it up at the third, at the 30-yard line to the 35. Now he goes outside to the hash marks of the 40. And again, the Braves get a good return to about the 42-yard line. It'll be first down and 10, Shikalemi. Well, this is the situation the Braves are in. And I thought the defense did a decent job. I know, uh, I know that Mifflinburg kept getting yardage, but it took them a long time to get down the field to cover those 49 yards. So they kept the... Mifflinburg for getting a big play, but here's the situation. The offense has not been able to move the ball at all. Braves with the football now, and it'll be first and ten. Braves still looking for their first first down of the ball game. Wetzel under center with a wing to the far side. Here comes the handoff. Schaefer Knights. He is immediately stopped, dropped, and hogtied down. 
and that one was Emmanuel Ulrich, the big six foot two seventy seven senior on the tackle for Mifflinburg. I think that was a tight waist, Kevin. It was uh, with a with a side lateral throw. It was All right. a hip toss. I enjoy watching Emmanuel, at, you know, in districts and regionals and get to state. So. He's been doing it since he was a freshman, and I think he's a senior this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were talking about him the other night at practice and said uh, he is a really tough guy to try and block. He's been all over there tonight. Here's the handoff left side to Martin. Martin will spin off one tackle but can't spin off the other one, and he'll lose a yard back to the 40-yard line, so the Braves are minus two right now on this drive. That's Chase Morgan, buddy. 28. He carried the ball. As 30, I said, it was Morgan off 30, the left side. 33 is, is uh, Martin. Oh, I know that. But the problem is, it, uh, by the time it gets from brain to mouth, it changes. <laughs> I got a wiring issue. You know, th- thank goodness we don't have a Rowan on our team. We have a Rowan and Martin, if you can remember, laughing going oh, back nice. a long time yes. ago. And that's going to end the quarter, folks. It will indeed end the first quarter of play. After one, it is Mifflinburg 7, Shikolami nothing. This is Shikolami Braves football on WKOK and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Mark and Troy here from Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I want to talk to you about our express lane. No appointment ever needed. Just walk in and let our express lane experts do the rest. And this month, Mark, we are giving you a five-star car wash with every express lane service. Our way to say thank you for your business. We know people have busy lives, and our express lane allows you to have a factory certified service at your convenience. Our express lane is open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. till 4, and Saturday from 7.30 to 12. So stop by our express lane at Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. It's game time. Football season is here and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need for a great tailgate. Take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings in Seals Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food. the football it'll be Mifflinburg ball with Carter Breed hopping on it at the 18 yard line well Kevin they're lucky that uh, that Carter Breed didn't look back and see that there was nobody around and he would have picked that picked that uh, ball up and went in for a touchdown but there's a turnover that we uh, we've been talking about and uh, the Braves uh, just are kind of handing Mifflinburg uh, the goal line here is they're going to start on their own 19. On the ultra-short field now for Mifflinburg. Already leading at 7 to nothing here in the start of the second quarter. Ball inside the red zone. They'll spot it just inside the 19-yard line. So, Kevin, do you got to go try to get a quick strike here with a pass? It looks, uh, it looks that would, way. Yeah, I, I would go right to uh, Wortman on this they, one. They did put Deal in, back at the running back. And they are going to the hand it off to Deal, and why not? He just knife through the Shikolami first wave and got a 15-yard, 16-yard gain almost. We'll spot him at the five-yard line. That'll be a four, technically 14 yards if I could do the math right. So it'll be fourth down, or excuse me, first, first down, down and goal first at the five. Nothing more than a straight handoff on the on the uh, Mifflinburg Wildcats left side. 
right behind the left tackle. Dressler now under center. The deep back is Deal. Wind dying down a little bit, 7 to 12 miles an hour. Deal to the left side and virtually untouched into the end zone. Five yards for his second touchdown of the ball game and Deal's ninth of the season. Yeah, two plays, and uh, they went 19 yards on that drive, Kevin. And, again, nobody put the ball in the air. They haven't put the ball in the air. In fact, uh, Troy Dressler's only thrown the ball twice, and uh, one was an overthrow both times. And, yeah, and both so, were but again, Kevin, you're correct. Why Why would you want to put the ball in the air? Yeah, I, I thought maybe they'd take a shot, but yeah. why when he's running as well as he is? Deal's the holder on this one. And I believe this might be a penalty on Mifflinburg. Might be a false snap because yeah. everybody for the Braves started running. Offsides against, against, against Shikalimi. I think they anticipated this snap. Nah, that's they, a good call. They, they did not in- could have been a hard count, too. Who yeah, knows, it could have been a hard. You're right. It could have been a hard count. And now, Mifflinburg will yeah. move it up. But will they go for two? Nah, no, they, I don't think they will. Yep. Andrew yep. Deal's uh, the holder. And uh, I thought maybe they'd think about going for two, but uh, Granatsky stayed in for the extra point. Is he a straight-on kicker, Kevin? Just about, not quite. And that one got blocked. And that was Martin that got in there from the right side and blocked it. So the extra point is no good. Well, Kevin, uh, that's that's a positive for the Braves. I mean, you know, they 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 got they, Rashad, Martin, Rashad Martin has gotten close several times, and that time he finally got his hand on the ball. That is the fourth miss of the season for Gradotsky, and with 11:19 to go here in the first half of play, it is Mifflinburg 13, Shikolami nothing. But the key there, Chief, is points off turnovers. Yeah, there's a there's a case where the the, the fumble, the, the snap over the quarterback's head was, was deadly. Uh, Andrew Deal has uh, eight rushes for 56 yards, Kevin, so that's a little bit below his average. That's seven yards a carry instead of eight. But, uh, you know, that's because the Braves the Braves got him for a, a loss one time. Uh, they didn't. I'm sorry. They didn't get him for a loss. That was uh, Carter Breed. Carter Breed's got three carries for 12 yards. Well, that turnover could be our Shimoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll talk about that in the postgame on WKOK. An update on our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week. Milton 7, Bloomsburg nothing in the first. Here comes Gradotsky's kick. It will be a line drive kick. And Schaefer Knights will let it roll a little bit. Pick it up at the 32 to the 35. And squirt his way through, and he broke free. Flag's going to fly in the middle of the field. They say he stepped out of bounds and almost the midfield stripe. But a flag on the near sideline, or and came that, from the near sideline. The ball's on the opposite side of the field. So why would you call? I mean, that that was he was 50 yards away from the what was going on on the other side. Yeah, that, that was a long way for that flag. They say he stepped out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. It is against Shikalemi. It's an illegal block. I guess you can see one of those from that far away, Kevin. But you know, when you're—it's the same old story. When things are going bad and you're not doing well, it just gets worse. You know, coming into this game, Shikalami was the one of the least, actually the least penalized team in the area. Twenty-one penalties for 186 yards on the season. They've had three tonight already in the first yeah. half, and that one. Uh, squashed a really impressive return from Isaac Schaefer Knights, who looked like he was done at the 30-yard line and squirted free and almost found himself breaking free downfield. Well, actually, that's their fourth, and one was one was uh, denied. 
That's or, true. Or was was decline. was declined yeah. because it was, and they, they've been all ten yarders except for the offsides for the extra point. Wetzel in the shotgun sidecar right. Nobody to run it to. He or hand it off to. He's in trouble, and he's gonna go sacked. He'll be dropped for a loss of two back to the 32-yard line, and uh, Coach Hort would call that a malfunji. Yeah, I don't know. At first I thought maybe it was uh, a run, uh, you know, it was for him to run the ball, but you're right, Kevin. He looked a little confused. Yeah, it like, looked like it was know, supposed to be a, uh, at least a play fake. Yeah, exactly, and it didn't turn out that way. Well, they're going to call a timeout here and chalk it over, and again, you know, you're, you're looking at guys that, and this time, probably this week, Lucas Wetzel got all the snaps in practice. But up until this point, he was a tight end and, for the most part. And, and, and it, well, and he still is. Still is a, a defensive, defensive tackle, end. Yeah. defensive end. You're right. Well, this will give us a chance to run down the scoreboard on WKOK.com. Danville leading Montoursville in the second, 14 to nothing. Sealands Grove up on Central Mountain, 14 nothing in the second. It is South, uh, earlier, uh, I should say earlier this week, last night, Muncie defeated South Williamsport 21-14. Southern Columbia 23, Central Columbia nothing in the first quarter. Line Mountain 14, Halifax nothing also in the first. And Mount Carmel 18, Hughesville nothing. That game in the second. One more to tell you about, Jersey Shore 7, Shemokin nothing. That game at Thompson Street Stadium in the first. Wetzel with a direct snap, swings it out to the near side, complete to Snyder. Snyder turns the corner to the 25, to the 30, and tiptoes his way. And they'll spot him out of bounds at the 33-yard line. Looks like a pickup of uh, six, Kevin, on that pass. It'll bring up second down, or make that third down and six. Got about half of what he needed. On the little scamper to the near side. Over to the far side of the field. That's where they're going to send Luke Snyder now. Shotgun, four receiver set near hash mark, moving right to left. Wetzel calls for the ball, gets it, turns to the right, fires it. Martin makes the catch on the little out pattern. He's got the first down, breaks a tackle to 40, down to the 45-yard line, knocked off his feet by Reeder. Nice pass by Lucas. Got it out so the defender for... So, so the defender from uh, Mifflinburg couldn't get a hold of it. Good catch by Rashad, and he Turn it upfield, and I think that was a pickup of probably about 12 yards, wasn't it, Kevin? Yeah, it was 12, 13 yards there on that first down uh, first down grab. Ball now at the Shikolami 45-yard line. The Braves get themselves a first down and keep the drive alive. Martin comes out to the near side. Morgan in the slot. Three receivers to the wide side of the field. Wetzel now looks. He will hand the ball off. Schaefer Knights has running room off the right side to the 50. Down the sidelines. Puts his head down. Punishes a tackler at the 35-yard line. That's a 20-yard gain. All right. And nice job on the right side by Shicklamy's offensive line. That time when Schaefer Knights got to the line of scrimmage, there was nobody to meet him, and he kicked it outside, found the lane, and picked up 20 yards. That time, I think you could say the pass set up the run. Very possible, Kevin, and that was back to the that was back to the, uh, the to the weak side. It wasn't to the strength side either. So a lot of times that works. Shikolami trailing at thirteen to nothing here in the second quarter with nine forty eight remaining in this one, in the half at least. Three receivers again to the near side, one to the far side. Shotgun side car left. Wetzel will give the ball to Schaefer Knight. Stutter step, kicks it to the outside once again and has it across the thirty to the twenty seven yard line. 
He is brought down again by Reeder, the linebacker. Either a pickup of seven. I give him eight yards on that, Kevin. That's a big, big first down carry, and now opens up the playbook quite a bit. Yeah, he did a really nice job of sidestepping two different defenders there as they got to the line of scrimmage. But again, there was a brave, somebody had their pads on him too, so it was a little harder for him to try to reach out and, and get a hold of Schaefer Knights. Second down and about three. Direct snap to Wetzel. Now hands it off to Schaefer Knights, and Schaefer Knights will get maybe a yard and a half. It's going to be about a yard short of the first down. Third down and a long one, short two. I would imagine that the Braves are in four down territory here, Kevin. I would think you are correct. Third and a yard. I don't, you know, I'm looking at the the front three for the Wildcats right now. I don't know if a quarterback sneak would work or not. Well, the Braves are going to huddle up this time. Well, you got a big enough quarterback there, though. Down to six seconds on the on the on the clock. He got it, Kevin. And he did get the oh. uh, sneak. And wait a minute, that, it looks like he didn't get a very yeah, good spot. Yeah, I don't think he got the. I don't think he got a great spot. Is right. He. Uh, they definitely tried the sneak that time. Well, that was that was just the quarterback. You know, he was he got the ball in, in the shotgun position and ran towards the uh, towards the line of scrimmage, and he, he was standing straight up and down. And I think that's what uh, gave Mifflinburg the advantage as he got picked a up a forward. yard. Yeah. Well, it'll be fourth down now, and little less than a yard, and the Braves keep the offense out on the field, and they have to get just short of the 25-yard line. They're at about the 26 right now. Wetzel under center again. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to push the pile. I don't know that he got it. Nope. They didn't give it to him. I think he is just short. He just could not find that gap off the left side of the center. And the Braves turn it over on downs after the quarterback sneak goes for no gain. I think they're going to I think they're going to measure it just to make sure. No, they're not. Okay. Oh, yeah, now, yes, they are. I they, was going to say, they called a timeout. I thought they were going to measure it just to be sure. You know, again, when you're 6'3 and you stand straight up and down, you don't get a, you don't. sometimes you don't get a very good uh, spot because, you, you know, you're bent over. The ball's a little bit more forward, I think. And, and now they, he, yeah, he, he missed he, it by a good, foot, yeah. a good foot. That's about four, four chain links at least. So the Braves turn it over on downs now with 7.25 remaining here in the half, trailing at 13 to nothing here to Mifflinburg in this first half of play. be interesting to see if Mifflinburg does put the ball in the air now, Kevin. Well, if, it, if they do put the ball in the air, they will catch Chickalumi by surprise because they've been running the ball very, very well. And uh, a big pass play could... Uh, could stun the Braves and become our Shimoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. One receiver coming to the near side for Mifflinburg. That's going to be Martin. Two to the far side. Now a man in motion comes to the backfield. That's Deal. Shotgun. Braves showing blitz up the middle. Here comes back to pass. Dressler lobs one up and finds Deal on the wheel route. And he's got him short of the 50-yard line to the 49. That'll be a gain of 23. Well, if you remember, he was the man 
that uh, that went in motion and went back and, and stood to the left of the quarterback. And instead of getting the ball, he just did the wheel route out of the backfield and picked up 23 yards. And boom. Timeout, Shikalimi. I think that's their second of the night. That will be their second timeout of this first half of play. Of one timeout remaining, Mifflinburg has all three. Coming up this weekend on 100.9 The Valley, the Steelers will head north to visit the Bills on Sunday. You know, I, I told Tyler Pratt, who works for the Bills organization, the former Shikalimi standout, I told him last year, I said, I will root for you all but once in a season when the Steelers play you. And he goes, that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. And they will be playing the Bills on Sunday on 100.9 The Valley. Pre-game show starts at 11. Kickoff with Bill Hillgrove and Craig Wolfley starts at 1 on 100.9 The Valley. And tomorrow, more football in the Valley as the Bucknell Bison head to Holy Cross. Pre-game show starts at 3.30. Kickoff is at 4, and they'll be playing that on a baseball field in Worcester. Why? Because they have lights at the baseball field, and they can have a special night. I got you. Uh, Normally, they would have to, at this time of year, they'd have to kick off somewhere around 11, And I've been there when the sun starts to go down in the Bucknell and uh, Holy Cross in an overtime game. It gets dark quick up there. (laughs) First and 10 at the Mifflinburg 49. Runner across the field. Now he's going to go downfield, long-looking. And dropped it right in the hands of his intended receiver, Workman, who runs it into the end zone for a touchdown. But there is a flag back at the 42-yard line, and that one is coming back. They had run, they had people running all over the formation that time, and, boy, it just messed up the Braves defensively, but that hold is an expensive one. Uh, again, he, you know, he got behind the, the corner and the back was there, but uh, it was a really good pass, though. It was. He had, I mean, Wortman had to come back for it a little bit, but again, you know, you got nowhere, you know, turn around, look for the football. So they'll spot that foul at the 44 yard line. Actually, the, uh, yeah, the 44 yard line. That's the first penalty against Mifflinburg. On offense or on defense tonight, Kevin. And a 35-yard line is where they march the ball off, so I guess it was about the 45-yard line for the penalty. Makes it fourth down and about 24. Makes it first down and 24, sorry. Brave showing blitz again. Here's the handoff. And running right between the blitzers is Deal. And he'll shoot through to the 40-yard line, and they'll spot him at the 41. Gain of six. Ball spotted now at the 41-yard line with 6.50 remaining here in the half, and Mifflinburg leading it 13 to nothing. You can you can uh, blitz, but you know if if the back picks the hole that you're not blitzing in, you can pick up yardage, and that's what happened that time with Deal. Shotgun formation for Dressler brings a man in motion to the near side. That's going to be Martin. Back to pass Dressler. Dressler steps in the pocket. Oh, that ball was almost picked off. A great job by Chase Morgan of reading the eyes of the quarterback and stepping right in front of Wortman that time. Yeah, he batted the ball away, and, uh, you know, it was looking like it might have been when it went up in the air. I, I don't know who the uh, – there was somebody upfield tried to run it down. Martin, it just, I believe, yeah, tried. Yeah, Martin, but it just uh, 
a little bit too far for him. Morgan looked a little bit, talking about the Steelers, Morgan looked a little Mika Fitzpatrick-like back there as he went up for that one, playing deep safety and playing the ball. Third down and long at the 19-yard line. Mifflinburg, shotgun formation, sidecar right. Low snap, controlled by Dressler. Has time, sets up the dump off to the left side to Deal. Deal makes a man miss. He's going to run free to the 50, to the 45. Spun down at the 45-yard line. He'll be about four yards short of a first down for Mifflinburg at the Mifflinburg 45. So he picked up what? About 15. 15 yards on that one. Fourth down and four for Mifflinburg. This is a key defensive play for the Braves, who have played pretty well defensively all year, Chief. I know the scores may not look like it, but early in these games, they have played very well. It's just the offense has not given much uh, the ball a chance to move downfield for scores. And in motion out to the near side is Deal. Back to pass. Quick firing. Incomplete in and out of the hands of Kyler Troop, the tight end. He had him. That, that's a big target. 6'7". He's 6'7", 205. And that'll be a turnover on down. So the Braves offense will take over now. First and 10 at their own 45-yard line. And, you know, the Braves have been hovering around the 40, 40-45-ish 40, yard line all game. Usually on kickoff returns, though. Yeah, you got to give the Braves credit there. You know, they did a nice job of, uh, you know, stopping a fourth, a fourth down and five yards with a very good offensive team. And uh, you know, I often wonder. Yeah, six, seven tight end, and I was going to wonder if you saw the tight end dump, and it was there. But uh, again, I don't know if he got knocked off stride right from the beginning because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hit the tight end before you rush any farther. Yeah. Thank you for watching on our WKOK Sports YouTube channel tonight as they go to the screen pass or a little wide receiver dump off by Morgan. Morgan makes a man miss across the 40, the 45. And a flag is on the play at the 40-yard line. Holding again. Oh, my. And the least penalized team in the Valley is struggling tonight. And, again, it goes to, you know, a lot of issues with having to put patchwork offensive lines together. That, that pass was so quick, they must have grabbed the guy right away. That's all I can figure out. But, again, a nice job by Chase to avoid the first tackle and get down the sideline. But instead, now, instead of a first and 10, now they're going to have a first and Yikes. 25. <laughs> that, you know, from the spot of the foul, that turns out to be a 15-yard penalty. Wow. But then you think about the run down to about the 40-yard line, and it becomes a, almost a 30-yard penalty. Going to the far side of the field for Shikalimi will be Packer. Three receivers to the near side. Shotgun sidecar left. Wetzel has the ball. Pump fakes. Fires it well out of bounds. You know what? And that that was, I actually will tell you, that was a smart pass because everybody was covered. And I think if he dumped it off to Luke Snyder on what looked to be a screen pass, there was nothing there. Well, they, they were shot Martin and, and Chase Morgan were blocking their, their the guys that were on them and, and, and I think somebody was targeting uh, uh, Luke Snyder that time because, you know, I think Luke, Lucas Wetzel wanted to throw him the ball, but I think he saw somebody, you know, just about ready to make a move to make the interception, and he ended up, I had to throw it out of bounds. Second down and long from the 30-yard line. Second and about 30. Have to get to the Mifflinburg 45. 
Shotgun, sidecar right. And they'll quick pass out to uh, Martin. And Martin will actually lose a yard to the 29-yard line. They'll bring up third down and 31 now as the Braves have to reach pretty much Halifax. Who's losing to Line Mountain right now, 14 to nothing. Very good. Tie-in. Well done. He's not the best color in the league for nothing, folks. I think they're the Wildcats also. Halifax. Uh, They are, and now they're losing 20 to nothing. All right, 20 to nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Three receivers coming to the near side on this third down and 31. Shotgun for Wetzel. Schaefer Knights to his right. He'll get the give, and there's white jerseys all over the place. He goes nowhere. He's dropped for a four-yard loss back to the 25-yard line, and it'll bring in Nick Koontz to punt. Koontz was averaging 33 yards a punt. He started the year punting the ball just amazingly well, including a 56-yard punt but has had a one go off his foot here to the side of his foot tonight. It was probably about a 12-yard punt. Well, I saw Nick this week in, in uh, two uh, soccer games, and he had a goal in both of those. Well, that's it's he, had to, he had to do that because... That was a squib punt because the, the snap was a little off-center. And, and he looked like they were going to get blocked. I mean, there was number 54 and number 50 were in on in on that Whitaker and uh, Oberheim yeah. got in there from their uh, lineman position and that ball rolls about to the 47 yard line of Mifflinburg so Mifflinburg gets the ball pretty much where they gave it away yeah. not quite but close Oberheim sounds a name that should be that like in an Oktoberfest and I think Mifflinburg had an Oktoberfest last yes, week yes they did Mifflinburg right now has a first and 10 at the at their own 47-yard line with 3.30 to go, all three timeouts here in the half, leading it 13 to nothing. So they'll bring somebody back, put him next to him. And that will be Deal. And he'll get the call coming to the near side. Great, a great block at the 50. Down to the 45, to the 40, to the 38-yard line before he's finally brought down by Luke Snyder. 12-yard pickup. That was uh, Breed's second ca- or fourth carry. He's got 24 yards on the night running the football, and Deal goes out. He does indeed. So who do they bring in instead, number one? Well, now he's a receiver. They'll probably Four. bring in Melendez. Melendez was in on the last one, but he got a timeout and... now by... By Mifflinburg. Yeah, Mifflinburg uh, has the uh, a couple of guys in in and out of position. Breed is the other running back that uh, yeah, he normally sees some play. But time. Breed Breed's in all the time. I mean, they they just keep flip flopping when they run that trips, and then they bring one of the slot man up, uh, move him into motion into the, next to the quarterback at one of the halfback spots. Let's take a run down our scoreboard that we have right now. Last night it was South Williamsport defeating Muncie, or Muncie rather, defeating South Williamsport. Muncie winning that 21-14. Sealands Grove leading Central Mountain at Bowling Field 21-0. Loyal Sock and Lewisburg scoreless. Well, they just got started. Oh, that's right. right. That's a 7 o'clock kick. But still, that's a, or a 7.30. That's a 7.30 kick there in uh, Lewisburg. But still. Danville 21, Montoursville nothing. Southern Columbia pounding Central Columbia 30 to nothing. All second quarter scores. 
Line Mountain 20, Halifax nothing. And in our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week, Milton 14, Bloomsburg nothing. That last was in the first quarter. One of the best teams in, uh, well, they double A now, I believe. Canton. Single A. Are they still single A? Yeah, they're single. 35 nothing Canton over Montgomery right now. Warrior Run with a 7 nothing lead over Midwest. Mount Carmel 18, Hughesville nothing, and Jersey Shore 7. Shemokin that's nothing surprising. in the second. A little that's bit. Surprising. Yeah, a little that's, bit. That's up at our favorite place to go, too, Kevin. Thompson Street Stadium for Halloween. <laughs> nothing better. And we get to broadcast from the chicken coop. <laughs> Dressler hands the ball off to Melendez. That was a play fake. Fires it. Intercepted by Packer. Packer will bring it back to the right side. He'll get down to the 40-yard line, to the 45, and Jalen Packer will find his way down almost the midfield stripe after the pick. You know, Coach Kaiser said we don't have our defensive backs going to the ball. That time, Packer anticipated the, the receiver turned inside. He just went with him and at the last minute stepped in front and got the turnover with the interception. Wow, what a great play. They'll say he stepped out of bounds at the 41-yard line, but Jalen with a, or Jaden rather, with a great play and anticipating that one very well. And now he's trying to take off his gloves. Well, that's or may, No, yeah. actually trying to put them back on, yeah. I think. I think they were swapping out gloves there for a minute. You know, that's that's got to make uh, Mike Hoover feel well, Coach Mike Hoover, because, you know, he, he works his tail off telling those kids how to play defensive backs and, that time everything worked out for Jaden, and he picked up the interception. His first of the year, I think, Kevin. Yeah, it's uh, the eighth turnover for Dressler in interception. Wetzel back to pass with the direct snap. He'll turn it right back over. And this time going the other way is Breed. And Breed at the 40-yard line will come short of the 35. And that time Breed read the uh, eyes of Wetzel and stepped right in front of Martin. Well, Kevin, there must have been five people around where that ball was thrown. It looked like they were having a convention for something. You know, maybe they were giving Halloween candy away. I don't know, but uh, he threw it right in amongst a, a, a crowd there. And, and Carter Breed, who's one of the best defensive linebackers around, gets an interception and boom, turnover. That's his second interception of the season. And a timeout by Shikalemi. That'll be their final timeout of the half. Mifflinburg has two timeouts remaining. Coming up at the half, we'll give you the scores from around the region. And if you're watching on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel, you'll get an opportunity to catch the Mifflinburg marching band do their performance, or at least a portion of it. Hey, Kev, tonight was homecoming. Yes. Do you, do you remember Central when you were in a senior in high school who your homecoming queen was? Uh, no, because I was working the game. Yeah, but the, I didn't see I didn't see a football game in my junior and senior year. Well, you should have you should have uh, at least known in school. Hey, I, I do. I got to I got to uh, to escort the homecoming queen my senior year. We had a we had a big bet. The three of us. There were three contestants, three girls, and uh, we all put a dollar in, and whoever whoever had the queen got got three bucks. All right, so. Back then, though, that would have got you like three, almost nine gallons of gas. Yeah, that would have right, been a so good deal. That was a good deal. But Terry Prenson was her name, and I got to escort her, which was pretty nice. Well, right? you were popular. I wasn't really popular. No, I wasn't. I was co-captain. That's the only reason I got yeah. to got to do it. But uh, no, I, I wasn't a popular guy at Central. Yeah, you were. Those girls come up and talk to you when we go up there all the time. Yeah, 30 years later. I know. 
Shotgun formation. Here's the handoff. Running to the near side, trying to get to the edges. Deal. He'll be strung out, and a flag will fly as Luke Snyder will bring him down. That was a nice tackle by Luke. That's a late and, flag and, for a hold? And, uh, yeah. That, I, I think uh, Deal felt that one pretty good, too. Yeah, he got up a little bit slower, but... Let's see, that'll be a hold right about the line of scrimmage. And that'll march them back another 10 to the Mifflinburg 46-yard line, leading it 13 to nothing with 2.40 to go here in the half on WKOK, WKOK.com, and the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Well, the Braves can uh, stop the big play here, Kevin. Uh, I think... Uh, the uh, Mifflinburg has two timeouts left here, but if they can stop the big play, going in it behind 13 nothing is not that big, little bad. A reverse. Yeah, there, there goes to the, the left play. side. It's Breed, and Breed will get back to the original line of scrimmage. Chase Martin, Morgan with the tackle. I was going to say, Morgan was there, and Snyder was there as well to help out. Second that's, down. That's a, that's almost, usually when you, you know, the, the quarterback is, is actually sprinting out to the right and turns on an inside handoff and gives it to the running back. That's a that's a that's a strange looking uh, scissors <laughs> play. All right, but it worked. Effective, effectively. Second down and ten, just short of the of the Shikolami 35-yard line. And into the backfield now will be Breed, but flags will fly for a Motion. procedure penalty. Yeah, procedure against uh, Mifflinburg. So another five-yard boy, Mifflinburg, really, really struggling here in this first half with the penalties. That's what, number six? No, that's only three on them. No, really? Chickalemi's the one that's got five. That's oh, only backwards. They, 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 yeah. i got to stop hallucinating during games. Here comes the handoff, and again, it's going to be a reverse. But the Braves play it well as Miller goes down. He's tackled behind the line at the 41-yard line. By 60... But who's right here? I'm trying to see what the number is. 68. That's going to be Raymond. No, right. 60, 63. 63. 60. Are you sure it was 63? I think that's who made the tackle, Kevin. I don't have it. It was Turbo Turbo Ortiz. Oh, that's right. I forgot he's wearing 63 on the defensive side now. I keep looking for it. Well, early in the season he was 25, but I keep forgetting he changed to 65. Who ran that ball, by the way, Kevin? That was actually Miller and the, on the give from Breed on the reverse. Thank you. My pleasure. Timeout yeah. by Mifflinburg. They'll have one remaining with a minute 18 to go here in the half. That'll give us a chance to pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Chickalemi Braves football. It's sports talk where your voice counts. The Steve Jones Show, weekdays from 3 to 5 on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online at WKOK.com. 13 to nothing, Mifflinburg leading Shikolami just before the half ball at the Wildcat 41 yard line with a third down and 15 coming. A couple of turnovers, Braves with two turnovers here in the first half. Mifflinburg with one. They capitalized on one of those turnovers to get this 13-point lead. Shotgun formation. Here comes the pressure from the backside. Dressler rolling out. Has time. Sets. Fires. And bobbling it, but making the catch just short of the first down is going to be Andrew Deal. But 
Deal did not know that he was about a half a yard short of that first down line. Still a pickup of... No, it was good enough yeah, for a first down. 16 yards, 15 yards. I thought he was still a little bit of a step behind that marker, but they gave him a little bit more forward progress. So the clock will now stop with a minute 10. And they'll make some changes on the offensive side as Mifflinburg, who will get the ball to start the second half, comes back out for the first and 10 from the 26-yard line. Four receivers now. Now they'll go back to three as Deal will come to the shotgun sidecar left. He'll get the carry. It's going to be a reverse to Breed. Breed gets outside of Wetzel. Breed turns the corner at the 25 and is bounced out of bounds at the 22-yard line. It'll be a gain of four. Two double reverses in the same series of downs, Kevin. That's a lot of going in uh, different directions. Haven't seen the old counter crisscross since watching Southern play a lot of their games. <laughs> That's two now we've seen tonight. Weren't they a hip-hop band for a while, crisscross? Counter crisscross. Counter crisscross. That was a different group. Okay. Shotgun formation. Dressler back to pass on the low snap. He'll lob it upfield. And it, oh, if he's in bounds, Gradowski did amazing catch. That was a one-handed grab. He brought it in then and stepped out of bounds at the two-yard line. Oh, my. Wow. Number three, right, Gradowski? Yeah, Gradowski made an amazing catch. And again, Dressler threw it where only his receiver could get that ball. First and goal at about the two-and-a-half-yard line. 27 seconds to go here in the half. Dressler all by himself in the shotgun. Man in motion is Gradowski. He'll go right through. It's going to be the quarterback himself, and he'll rush it into the end zone for his first rushing touchdown of the season, a two-yard carry. So Dressler will grab his first rushing touchdown of the season with just 23 seconds left here in the second quarter. Again, two big pass plays, one to uh, deal for 15 yards, and another one down to the one-yard line to Gradusky for 18, and that's 33 yards, Kevin, and they are going for two, aren't they? Yep, they're going to spot the ball on the far hash mark to go for two now. It is 19 to nothing at the moment. Dressler now will come in and bring the play to the huddle. He still has 10 on the play clock. They'll quickly get to the line of scrimmage with five on the play clock. Five receivers, no backs in the backfield with two, one. They're just going to get it away. Here comes the pass play and just getting into the end zone with the catch is Martin. It was try a Packer tried to bounce him just at the line of scrimmage, but he just gets the ball across the plane for two. So the two-point pass is good to Martin, the freshman. That makes it 21 to nothing with 23 seconds left. But as Chickalumi fans know, you kick that ball anywhere to about the 25-yard line, and it could be coming back all the way. It's happened but, about three times this year. But Mifflinburg's been squibbing the last the last two times they kicked off, they squibbed it. But if you look at the last squib that they squibbed it to the sidelines and then got it to Schaefer Knights, Schaefer Knights almost broke that on the sideline, too. That's right. 
They've got three guys in the back, actually four, because Snyder's not slow either. <laughs> you got about four guys back there in your last four that could actually become your big return men. Martin to the near side, Morgan to the far side. Radotsky will boot the ball away. He'll squib it, and it's going to go back to Martin at the 15, to the 20, up the hash mark, to the 25, to the 30, and a nice open field tackle by Melendez at the 30-yard line. First and 10 for Shikalami at the 30-yard line. No timeouts, 18 seconds on the clock. Braves would like to hit one big one here before they go into the halftime locker room and close the gap a little bit. Don't forget Mifflinburg will get the ball to start the second half. That'll be Wetzel under center this time with a wing to the far side. They're going to take a knee. And they will take a knee and go into the halftime locker room. So at the end of the first 24 minutes, it is Mifflinburg 21, Shikolami nothing. You're listening to Shikolami Braves Football on News Radio 1070 WKOK and watching it on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. The relaxing atmosphere at Midtown Bistro on Market Street in Sunbury is just one of the many reasons it's the perfect place to spend your evening. Visit them Wednesday through Friday to finish off your workday or stop out for a Saturday night on the patio featuring local entertainment. With delicious, freshly made appetizers and entrees, including their well-known goat cheese dip and new dishes almost every week, the Midtown Bistro is sure to satisfy. Find Midtown Bistro on Facebook or check them out at 323 Rear Market Street in Sunbury after the game. This is Dr. Dunnigan from Shemokin Dam Health Center. If you suffer from muscle strain, chronic pain, or any other type of injury, we can help. We provide rehabilitation, interventional pain management, massage therapy, and chiropractic in our opioid-free multi-specialty center. We welcome new patients as we are dedicated to helping you become free of the limitations of pain, restoring pain-free function to your life. Call for your appointment, 570-743-4333. That's 570-743-4333. The appliance pros at Peter's Home Appliance Center want to know, has your dishwasher suddenly stopped cleaning well? Are you noticing a white film left on the dishes? It may not be the fault of your dishwasher at all. The problem may be the dishwashing detergent manufacturers have removed phosphates. They suspend soil and soften water, making the detergent work better. Lack of phosphates is most likely the cause of your dishwasher cleaning issue. Until an environmentally friendly replacement for phosphates is found, stay tuned. This helpful tip brought to you by the experts at Peter's Home Appliance Center. Market Street, Sunbury. 
I've got so much to do. I have to get groceries and gas, stop at the pharmacy, cook dinner, and take the kids to baseball practice. I won't have time to stop at the bank, too. Don't worry. Nori Bank has online and mobile banking where you can transfer funds, pay bills, and make deposits on your own schedule. Whew, that's one less thing I have to worry about. We know you're busy. That's why Nori Bank offers convenient money management tools for your on-the-go life. Since 1903, the Northumberland National Bank has been helping customers in the Susquehanna Valley manage money. The right people, the right solutions, the right bank. Member FDIC. Halftime at Shikolami Stadium. Kevin Hur along with the Chief Dave Ritchie. It is Shikolami football here on WKOK and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Mifflinburg leading it by a score of 21 to nothing as the Mifflinburg marching Wildcats will uh, step their way onto the field. And if you're watching on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel, we'll get you some of that uh, performance coming up here in just a few minutes. Let's give you uh, the highlights from the first half. It was a quiet first quarter. Both teams had a couple of possessions, but just couldn't find any movement into the end zone. And the Braves ended up giving up the first touchdown of the ball game as Mifflinburg scores on a deal six-yard touchdown run. That was Deal's seventh, excuse me, eighth touchdown of the season for that six-yard run with a minute 23 to go in the first quarter. It was 7-0 with the extra point, Mifflinburg on top. Mifflinburg on their next possession got the ball right back due to a turnover by the Braves. Deal again with a five-yard run on the two-play drive with 11-19 to go in the second quarter. The extra point was blocked by Martin. And the Braves trail at 13 to nothing. Mifflinburg then capped off the scoring just before the half as Dressler runs it in for his first touchdown of the season. The quarterback, with just 23 seconds on the clock, ran it in from two yards out and then threw the two-point conversion to Chad Martin, the freshman, for the extra points of that particular possession and made it 21 to nothing. Here at the half, Mifflinburg leading Shikolami. Chief, you have some of the numbers for the first half. If you look at Mifflinburg, they have 104 yards rushing on the ground for the for the uh, half, and leading all rushers is is Deal with 72 yards, but uh, Carter Breed has 28. So, uh, if you go look at the passing, uh, they, they have uh, 73 yards passing, and and Troy Dressler has completed. Uh, five of his uh, 10 passes so he's at 50 percent and uh, the leading receiver is deal with 53 yards Rakowski has one for 18 and martin has one for two so if you look at the total offense they have they have 177 yards total offense and deal has uh 53 and 72 125 yards of that so they're basically uh uh the Braves, if you think about the, the capability of Mifflinburg to make some big plays, uh, the Braves have done a, a decent job in that respect. It was a little disappointing, though, with the less than a, less than two minutes to go, that they that the Braves couldn't hold Schickelin, or hold Mifflinburg to a two-score lead. As far as the Braves go, uh, Schaefer Knights has uh, nine rushes for 29 yards. And he's the only one with positive yardage tonight. And, in fact, that's how many yards rushing the Braves do have in the first half. And, uh, again, two uh, two receivers for Shikolimi. Luke Snyder has two receptions for 19 yards. 
and uh, Martin has two for 11 yards. And I'm looking at uh, at uh, Lucas Wetzel. He's uh, four for six with an interception. And and I forgot to say that also Dressler has an interception. As Jaden Packer picked one off for him. In fact, they just exchanged interceptions That's on back to back plays. back plays. All right, as Carter Breed picked off Lucas Snyder or, or Lucas Wetzel. So again. You know, it's it's a, a, a case where the Braves have no offense. Uh, they they just basically they had one. I think it was the third time they had the football. They actually picked up two first downs, and then they got themselves in trouble with a holding penalty, and that blew up the entire sequence of events. There sure did. Well, Shikalimi trailing it by a score of twenty-one to nothing here at the half. If you're watching on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel, you can enjoy the Mifflinburg Marching Wildcats or Mifflinburg Wildcats Marching Band. Uh, We'll be performing uh, through the next few minutes. When we return, we'll give you the scores from across the region. This is Shikolami Braves football on WKOK and the Mifflinburg Wildcat Marching Band on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. It's tough to find a place for lunch or dinner that has something for everybody. Why don't you try something new on Walnut Street in Sunbury, just up the road from Shikolami Stadium. It's Free Fall and Grill. There really is something for everybody on their menu that'll make them happy. Burgers, pizza, hot subs, cold subs, wraps, sandwiches, even cauliflower pizza. Check out their Facebook page for daily specials and find out more about their delivery within a five-mile radius. Free Fall and Grill open Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 7, Saturdays, 11 to 7. Call 570-917-4588 and make everyone happy. Wherever the road takes you this summer, we've got you covered. Finance or refinance your vehicle loan with Service First Federal Credit Union. Enjoy Service First great low-rate auto loans, budget-friendly payment options, and ask how you can earn up to $150 cash back. At Service First, we're friends you can bank on. Apply today. For details about credit costs and terms, call 800-562-6049 or visit serviceone.org. Membership requirements and restrictions apply. Valid through September 30th, 2022. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. Community is what WNL is all about. For more than 50 years, we've relied on great people and great local businesses to support us. Glicks is one of those true community partners. For decades, WNL has chosen Glicks because we trust them. They do the job right and they do it well. Whether it's new doors or service, you should trust Glicks too. I'm Andy Long of WNL Subaru, Nissan, and Mazda, and our family is proud to recommend Glicks. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at blazealexanderford.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg.
Mifflinburg Wildcats marching band performing here at halftime on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Let's go to WKOK.com and check out the high school football scoreboard, a final from last night. It was Muncie 21 and South Williamsport 14 at the half. Here at Shikalumi, it is Mifflinburg 21, Shikalumi nothing. But in Sealands Grove, the Seals have a 28 to nothing lead over Central Mountain. They're in the second quarter up at Christy Matthewson Memorial Stadium in Lewisburg. That's where Loyal Sock is leading Lewisburg by a score of 20 to nothing. Danville pounding Montoursville 35 to nothing at the half. Well, that used to be a big battle for the district championship every year. Yeah, Chief. Sometimes they, they played each other twice, once yeah. in the regular season and once in the playoffs. Southern Columbia rolling over Central Columbia 37 to 2 at the half. Line Mountain 27, Halifax nothing. Muncie South Williamsport, we talked about that game earlier. That was last night. Milton 14, Bloomsburg 7. That's our Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week. Milton leading it 14 to 7. They had a 14 nothing lead in the first half or in the first quarter. Canton 55, Montgomery nothing at the half. Warrior Run 7, Midwest nothing at the half. Mount Carmel 25, Hughesville nothing halftime. And in the second quarter now, Jersey Shore leading Shemokin 28 to nothing. Once again here at Shikalami. It is Shikalemi trailing Mifflinburg. Mifflinburg with a 21 to nothing lead will get the ball to start the second half. More of the halftime festivities coming up here on Homecoming on News Radio 1070 WKOK and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. You can sell your car to just about anyone, but when you sell your car to Platinum Central Pennsylvania, you always get top dollar. Platinum Central Pennsylvania has partnered with Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer, and they now have five Kelly Blue Book authorized buy centers in the Mid-State region. So whether you live in the Carlisle, Mechanicsburg, Harrisburg, Lancaster, or Sealands Grove areas, you'll find that Platinum Central Pennsylvania has a place for you. Visit online at creditpa.com. At Platinum, they're proud to say we get you done. Sportsmen, join us at Martz's Gap View Hunting Preserve. Located 15 miles south of Sunbury, Marks has 1,200 acres of upland game bird hunting habitat and has been an excellent place to enjoy an outdoor family experience since 1957. Marks also offers continental shoots, sporting clays, wobble trap, and lodging. We thank our veterans for their sacrifices for the greatest country on the planet with special events. Visit us online at Marks's.com. The weather is getting cooler and the leaves are changing in central PA. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. If your current agent is falling short, it's time to give Purdy Insurance a call. We're a local, family-owned, independent agency ready to find the right insurance to fit your needs. You can call us at 570-286-5855, stop in our office on Market Street in Sunbury, or head to our website at purdyinsurance.com to find out what we can do for you. Drive slow down Market Street in Sunbury and keep your eyes peeled to find the small but mighty squeeze-in, bringing you the best dogs you'll find on this side of the river with specialty options that will satisfy any eater like the Cubano, the Reuben, and the Squeeze Dog. The Squeeze-In, your main squeeze since 1945. Finish off your day with an evening at the Duck Inn, their relaxing entertainment lounge-style patio at 453 Woodlawn Avenue in Sunbury is the perfect place to duck in and have a drink. 
Mifflinburg Wildcats have made their appearance out on the field here as we get ready to start the second half. Mifflinburg leading it by a score of 21 to nothing. Chief, your thoughts on what's worked well for Shikolimi and what hasn't, and the same thing for Mifflinburg. What is it that Mifflinburg needs to keep doing to keep on the upper side of this game? Well, Mifflinburg's easy to take care of. They they basically have, have done a good job of running the football, and and uh, when they when they needed to pass, they've been able to, uh, you know, if you think about it, I think there's been two pass plays that have been called back because of penalties. But usually, when they needed long yardage, um, they did. They've showed they've showed uh, the Braves that they can score on them by you know, ball control running, and uh, they've also showed that they could pass. The Braves uh, they they need to get they need to get their offense going. Uh, I can't say that the defense has played poorly, uh, even though they're down 21 to nothing. I I really don't think that. If you think about it, Kevin. The one, the one score was off of a very short field uh, after this long snap over the quarterback's head, and uh, Carter Breed, uh, you know, picked it up or fell on it on about the 11-yard line. So that's that's a quick score. Um, and that up until the uh, when the second half when the second half was just oh, excuse me when the second quarter was just about over, you know, Mifflinburg looked like they the Braves were going to hold them there, and they pulled down that great catch at the one-yard line. Uh, to give them uh, first and goal from the one, and so it could have easily only been seven nothing here, Kevin. And, but it's not the case. As the Braves again are, are down by three scores. Well, again, the Mifflinburg Wildcats will get the ball to start the second half when we return. Mifflinburg twenty-one, shikolimi nothing as we start the third quarter on News Radio ten seventy WKOK and the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. In an average lifetime, we have 7 to 10 major events. We buy our first car, rent or buy our first home, get married, start a business, have children, a child starts driving, and we retire. But life is not always average or predictable. For all of life's events, common or exceptional, Charlie Insurance Agency is here to help. Charlie Insurance Agency offers coverage for your home, auto, life, business, and employee benefits through best-in-class carriers like Grange Insurance. Charlie Insurance Agency, we're here to help. Visit us at charlieagency.com. Family-owned and operated, Charlie Insurance, located in Seelands Grove and Lewisburg. The relaxing atmosphere at Midtown Bistro on Market Street in Sunbury is just one of the many reasons it's the perfect place to spend your evening. Visit them Wednesday through Friday to finish off your workday or stop out for a Saturday night on the patio featuring local entertainment. With delicious, freshly made appetizers and entrees, including their well-known goat cheese dip and new dishes almost every week, the Midtown Bistro is sure to satisfy. Find Midtown Bistro on Facebook or check them out at 323 Rear Market Street in Sunbury after the game. And welcome back to Shikolami Stadium, where the Braves are going to be booting the ball away here in the first half, or in the uh, second half, to start things off. After they won the toss earlier on, coming up tomorrow afternoon in high school football, it'll be Columbia Montorvo Tech taking on Kowaneski Valley. 
I keep forgetting where Kalineski Valley is. And you don't either. Uh, exactly. Is. North Central, I believe. North Central of Pennsylvania. Would have to be up in that area. I think. Because they're in District 4, aren't they? I don't believe. Okay. Coons booting the ball away. On the run at the 20-yard line, coming to the 30 to the 31-yard line is Mur- a Landry, a Landon Murray, and Murray will get to the 40-yard line before he's knocked off his feet by Morgan. Uh, good starting field position as Mitchellburg uh, is going to be at their own 46-yard line on the on the right hash. Mifflinburg with the football on a 21 to nothing lead. Getting the ball to start the second half at the 41-yard line. Dressler ready to come back into shotgun formation where he spent a lot of his time today. I don't think he took a snap from behind center, did he? I don't believe so. Sidecar to the right. Here's the give. Plenty of room there for Deal. Deal has the first down still on his feet. They'll pick up about 14 to the Shikalami 46-yard line. First and 10 for the Mifflinburg Wildcats. That was nothing more than just a you know a handoff and a straight hitter on the right between the, around where the right tackle is. One receiver coming to the near side, one to the far side. Wortman is the near side receiver. Hand off again, right up the gut, right between the tackles. This time to Carter Breed, who comes across the 40-yard line and stretches it out to the 39-yard line for a gain of seven. Fernandez on the tackle, I believe. It'll be uh, Elijah Fernandez right around 30th stop. Leads the team, though, in forced fumbles with two this year. Workman coming to the near side. One receiver now instead of the four-receiver set. They'll go with a couple of tight ends. And the give off the left side to Deal. Deal spins off a tackle, gets the first down, and will come to the 33-yard line for a gain of about five. Gets to the line of scrimmage. It looks like they have him stopped, and somehow he gets around. And uh, then there's a lot of arm tackling going on, Kevin, not a lot of shoulders into the body, and he's been able to pick up extra yardage on that. He spins off a lot. Yeah, he does. He's up to 90 yards right now, Kevin. The wind that was about 7 to 12 miles an hour in pregame has really died off here during the uh, game tonight. Hand off to Breed up the middle. And Schaefer Knights will bring him down at the 30-yard line, a gain of three. Second down and seven for Mifflinburg with 10-12 remaining in the third quarter and a 21-0 Mifflinburg lead here over Shikalemi. You know, when you get a, 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 you're playing a, a really good football team, if you can control the running game, uh, it, it's going to be to Mifflinburg's advantage as they move, move out of the uh, out, out of districts or when, when they start to play their district playoff games, and I think that's what they're trying to do here. Left side, Breed on the carry. On the carry. Tripped up after a gain of about two on the far side of the field. I think that might have been Schaefer in there. Schaefer was in that vicinity on the opposite side of the field. Third down and four at the Shikalami 27-yard line. 
Gradotsky will come to the near side. It'll be running backs separated by Dressler in the shotgun. He'll take the direct snap, run to the middle of the field. Now coming to the near side is Deal. Spun down and dropped. And a nice open field tackle there for number 63, Turber Ortiz. That's, I think that's one of the few times that he, that's the first time that he has actually lost yardage, Kevin. And minus two yards, but it was a nice job by the entire defense. They he had no place to go after the handoff. He was already at already people in, in the backfield trying to tackle him. And at fourth and about six, they're in no man's land. And they're going to go for it. They'll break the huddle with ten, come to the line of scrimmage with eight on the play clock. They'll set a bunch to the far side, to the near side of the, excuse me, near side of the line on the opposite side, and back to pass. Schaefer Knights had him wrapped up, and Dressler will get sacked as they will whistle him down at the 40-yard line, and Schaefer Knights will get his first sack of the season. The Braves will get the ball after a turnover on downs. Minus 10 yards. That was a, a strange. Well, I think that was a strange tackle I, and stoppage. Well, I think uh, Schaefer Nice was pushing him so far back, and he was and he was moving his legs. And actually, he came out of the tackle. But it was, the referee, I think, did a good job of, of blowing the play dead once he once he started to reel backwards. So they'll come from the sideline to the huddle. I think we have a change at quarterback, or maybe a wildcat, as Schaefer Knights is in the quarterback slot and Wetzel's on the far side. Oh, it's actually going to kind of correct that. It's actually uh, a snap to Luke Snyder. So Snyder is now back at the quarterback spot with a second down and five, and he's getting up slowly. The officials stopped play, so I believe he will have to come off the field, and he does. Not happily, but he does. And coming in to replace him will be Angelillo. So we saw that a little bit last week. Where I don't know if you can call it a wildcat when he's actually one of the quarterbacks that have played this year, but Snyder was in the wildcat that time. Four receivers after the five-yard gain on the quarterback run. Now Wetzel back in the shotgun. He'll hand it off Schaefer Knights. Nothing. Absolutely nothing there. I'll tell you what, that was blown up by Emmanuel Ulrich. He just came right in and just almost was there when the handoff was given. Tough man to block. And, uh, you know, he does a nice job. I watch some of the moves that he makes. You know, he's not just bullying people over. He's using a little bit of crossover, a little bit of swim technique. And, uh, you know, he uses uses that body but he also uses his his agility his speed and cj keener has gotten the brunt of his uh pressure in that gap between the center guard third down and long snap goes to wetzel he's gonna lob one up and out of bounds and there's flags flying all over the place right about the middle of the field where the line was blocking and creating a pocket which leads me to believe that it's, two officials saw the same hold. Yeah, and that's what it is, holding. So the turnover on downs that the Braves were able to pick up, now nullified as Breed will be back deep to return. I'm going to correct that. It's not Breed back deep. It is actually going to be 
deal back deep. So they'll decline the penalty, and it will remain at the 42-yard line. They need to block some people here so Nick Coons doesn't have to rush his, his punt. Troop to the far side, averaging four yards of return. Deal to the near side, averaging eight. High snap. Time. Gets it away. Does not turn over, but he hits at the 40, takes a shikalami bounce to the 35, and works its way down to about the 34-yard line. Actually, they're going to say he stopped it at the 36. Thought he was across the 35, but he might have touched it a little early. I think once he touched the football, that it's automatically yeah. dead at that spot. Yeah, I, I didn't realize he may have touched it about a yard or two earlier than I thought he did, which is, which kind of explains why he kind of picked it up instead of just touching it down. So they'll spot it at the 36-yard line. It'll be first and 10 for Mifflinburg with 6.58 to go here in the third quarter. Mifflinburg leading it 21 to nothing. Looking for that Shimoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. And right now it could be that two-yard run for a touchdown by Dressler. He'll get the direct snap. He'll give it right up the gut to deal. And for the one of the rare times tonight, Shikalemi got some pressure up front. And Derek Turbo Ortiz led the way for a no game. Yeah, good job by the guys up front to, you know, shield the blockers from getting to the linebackers. And that's a no gain for deal. Derek leads the team with eight tackles for a loss coming into the game for the 5-11-201 sophomore. Dressler now with a shotgun sidecar left. Back to pass with a five-step drop. No pressure. Fires it. Complete to his big tight end at the 42-yard line to Troop. That's his first catch of the evening, Kevin. Boy, that's a big target at 6-7. Yes, it is. Wow. I think we might we, we might see him in the winter sports season, Chief. I don't know. I don't remember him playing, I don't either. I don't remember him playing basketball, Kevin. He's a uh, junior. I didn't remember him from last year either. But and they didn't have I don't remember them having a kid. Most of their big guys were like 6-1. Yeah. It'll be third down and 4. At the Mifflinburg 42, back to pass Dressler. Pressure's coming. He's going to fire it. Hits his tight end, but he's short of the first down. They're going to say Troop is at the 45-yard line, 44-yard line. He's going to be about two yards short. The Mifflinburg offense will likely stay on the field I think they would, yeah. Fourth and maybe, you know, a a long yard of short two. They have to get to the... 30, I'm sorry, the 46-yard line. They're spotting it at the 39-yard line. And Mifflinburg coming to the near near hash mark with one receiver to the far side. That's the wide side moving left to right. Five on the play clock. Under center, Dressler. He's going to push the pile forward. He's not going to get more than, or he's not going to get two. He's going to get three in the first down. Big surge up front by Ulrich, Whittaker, and Simpson to lead the blocking there. That's a little bit of beef to run behind there, Kevin. Sure is. Shikalemi tried that with Wetzel up front uh, twice on third and fourth down and could not come up yeah. with more than a yard. You notice how Dressler got he got he got low? Yes. I mean, uh, you know, he got his shoulders forward and the ball forward. You get down underneath some people and, you know, 
helps the, the when the guys are pushing you from behind. Coming to the backfield now is Breed. He'll get the call with a lead blocker in front. Makes a man miss, makes a second man miss. A hold is going to be calling this one back, and I think that one is uh, a hold, one of those holds that was more like a tackle. You know, think about this, Kevin. If the Braves had were able to get any type of offense going, they'd I mean, be they, in the they, game. They would be yeah. in the game. Well, you, you think about the, the couple of turnovers and the short fields. Again, it, you know, Coach Kaiser talked about that in the pregame with us. And, uh, it's been that kind of season where the defense has really played overall pretty well, but they've just been out on the field for a lot of plays. Exactly. It's not easy to score on defense. <laughs> and when you're out that many plays, it's tough. First down and yikes at the 34-yard line. I look for this wheel route here, Kevin, to back out of the backfield. Dressler with a direct snap, play fake, looking downfield, fires it down the middle of the field, wide open, and getting the catch there is going to be Gradotsky. He'll come to the near side now and be knocked off his feet by Packer at the 34-yard line. A big pass play for the first down. I got like 27 yards on that, Kevin. He got behind everybody, and, you know, when they were going for the ball, it seems like they were swatting at it instead of trying to go through the ball and catch it. But again, a big play kills the Braves' defense. 20-plus yards on the pass reception. And I believe that is, no, it's his, he had a touchdown, or, or he had a big catch that led that's to a his, touchdown. That's his second. Uh, second. Yeah. He's the one that caught it on the two-yard yep. line. Had the beautiful one-handed catch in, at the sideline. In fact, I would say that might be the backbreaker play of the game. Could indeed be. And here comes the reverse. They'll give it to Gradotsky this time, and he's pounded for a loss. Derek Turber Ortiz with a nice tackle for a loss leading the team. DTL with a big pass, with a big tackle for a loss to the 42-yard line. Looks like about eight yards, Kevin. Second down and 18. As Mifflinburg tried that inside reverse again. Third time we've seen that. Now Dressler will set up with a sidecar to the left. He'll take the direct snap, play fake. Back to pass down the middle of the field, right to the seam. Caught! And another great grab by Wortman. Wortman goes down hard. First down to the 19-yard line. Mark with the tackle for the 23 on that catch. And at the 19-yard line, it'll be first and 10. Mifflinburg in the red zone with 2.23 to go here in the third quarter. Wildcats leading it 21 to nothing. He got inside position on, on, the, on the defender, and uh, the pass was thrown exactly where it needed to be thrown. Get you an update after this play on the Blaze Alexander Ford built Ford tough game of the week. Troop coming to the near side. He'll go to the hash mark, and they're going to have to call a timeout. They're running out of time. Couldn't get everybody set right. That'll be the first timeout of the second half for Mifflinburg with 2.02 to go here in the third quarter of play. Let's run down our Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. In the third quarter, Milton 14, Bloomsburg 7. She picked the right game tonight on the Blaze Alexander Ford built for tough game of the week. 
elsewhere. It is Sealand's Grove throttling Central Mountain in the third quarter, 42 to nothing. Loyal Sock leading Lewisburg, 26 to nothing. That game now at the half. And we'll get you some more updates as most everything uh, still looking at halftime scores, but some of the competitive games, Warrior Run 7, Midwest nothing. And now an update on our Blaze Alexander Ford Built for Tough Game of the Week. Milton 14, Bloomsburg 13 now in the third quarter. Southern Columbia still big over Central Columbia. Danville shutting out Montoursville right now. Kevin, I almost expected uh, Seals Grove to do that to uh, yeah. I think it's their what their thousandth game, and they brought it is their all, all the coaches yep. back. Plus, they got throttled last week up at Mifflinburg, so they wanted sure to did. get that offensive line and offensive uh, team going again. And off the left side, it was Deal. Deal gets about four yards to the 15-yard line. You are amazing that you can pick up that yardage that quickly, Kevin. Well, the short ones I can. The long ones Even I have to do. Even the long ones math. you were doing, you know, you did it like on the pass plays and that stuff. You must be like Rain Man. <laughs> no, it's called Guess. <laughs> it's called Guess and Hope You're Right. <laughs> Second down and six. One receiver to the far side. They'll go bunch to the near side. Ball in the far hash mark moving left to right. Dressler by himself sends a man in motion. Make it four over there now. Now back to pass. Pump fakes, fires, or uh, pumps rather, fires. Pass incomplete, intended for Jared Miller, who came in motion from the near far side to the near side. Well, that's that was I, unofficially after that is Dressler's 15th attempt, and he's completed uh, uh, 10 of them for 131 yards. That was that's pretty well defended by the Braves, Kevin, when they flooded this right side. But you know, I look I look back at I think it was Wortman. Who was who was the, uh, the receiver on the other street in the far left? He was inside his man and wide open about the goal line. So maybe their coaches saw that too. Third down and six. Dressler hands it off left side. Breed makes a man miss, puts his head down, gets a couple of yards, knocked out of bounds by I believe Fastbinder is one of the guys there. Snyder there as well. It'll be fourth down and about three. And Mifflinburg has converted on all but two fourth downs. And if I remember correctly, they are two of four. I'm sorry, three of five on fourth down conversion. It would be nice if the Braves could get a stop here, Kevin, end the quarter with a, a four fourth down stop and start the fourth quarter with the ball on their hands on offense. Well, Mifflinburg has played very, very well tonight on offense. They've been able to, but these fourth down plays, they've had trouble getting to the line. They have four on the play clock now. They're getting people set with two, one. They're not going to get it off. They're going to have to call a timeout. And that will be their second timeout. Coach Dressler not real happy about having to take that timeout on fourth down and three. Well, you know, I don't think it matters that much in this football game, but when you're in a game that's uh, close and, you know, you might need timeouts later on, that's, that's you know, to go the rest of this game with only one timeout would be difficult for yeah, them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those things that down the road, yeah, down the road. Plus, you know, la- last week Coach Brennan was very unhappy with the Inville when they – when uh, they played uh, Lewisburg, because Lewisburg played them pretty tough, and Ober they got they they had the fresh or a junior running back, I think his name was Overman, you know, picked up almost uh, 70, 80 yards on them, and I mean I I listened to his uh, 
his interview uh, before and after the game or a halftime and at the end of the game, and he just wasn't. He said we were sloppy, and this is something that I'm sure Coach Dressler would like to get things fixed so that no, when you no get doubt. in a situation that everything goes smoothly when you're trying to you know run a play and get everybody on. Of course, you know instead of running somebody in and out of the huddle now, it seems like the whole team goes over with the coach or everybody looks at him, and I think that takes more time. I remember if you were an offensive guard. On, on a, a lot of teams, you were the, or are you for a wide receiver, you were the messenger. All right, you bought the play in, and it se- things seem to go a little smoother. Well, they've got the play in now, and Mifflinburg with the football on this fourth down. Here's the handoff. Oh, what a hit! That was definitely a DTO. Turbo Ortiz. My, oh, my. I'm, I can guarantee you that Andrew felt D- that one and for a week. He's going to feel that tomorrow morning too. That was oh my. That was big time hit. I mean, it was legal too. I mean, he just he didn't use his head. He just used his shoulder and put him right on his back. Wow, that was you, worth the price of admission. I'll tell Kevin. you what, that is worth going back later this week and watching again and again on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. That was a shot. Oh my, and a turnover on downs for. The Shikolami Braves uh, defense. Now they'll come back out on offense. As Wetzel will take the direct snap. Swings it out to Snyder. Snyder makes a man. No, almost made a man miss in the in the way of. Uh, he lost a yard. Yeah, that was Deal that came out from his safety spot. Well, Deal's going to tell everybody, you know, I can do this too. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm all right. Don't worry about me. End of the third quarter, Mifflinburg 21, Shikolami nothing. This is Shikolami football on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And you're watching it on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Hi, Mike here, and if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, get to Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury for the hottest deals of the month. While everyone else is marking their vehicles up, we are discounting everything. That's right, Blaze Alexander in Sunbury is discounting every new and pre-owned vehicle on the lot. Biggest discounts, lowest rates, most for your trades, best deals guaranteed. Only one place does all that. That's why we take the deals the others won't. Blaze Alexander Buick GMC of Sunbury. Proud sponsor of Penn State Athletics. It's tough to find a place for lunch or dinner that has something for everybody. Why don't you try something new on Walnut Street in Sunbury, just up the road from Shikolami Stadium. It's Free Fall and Grill. There really is something for everybody on their menu that'll make them happy. Burgers, pizza, hot subs, cold subs, wraps, sandwiches, even cauliflower pizza. Check out their Facebook page for daily specials and find out more about their delivery within a five-mile radius. Free Fall and Grill open Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 7, Saturdays, 11 to 7. Call 570-917-4588 and make everyone happy. Shigalami with the football after the loss of one. We'll bring up second down and one as we start the fourth quarter of play. Braves with the football at their own 13-yard line. Moving it left to right here in this final stanza. Shotgun formation, three receivers near side. Back to pass, Wetzel has plenty of time. Looks left, looks right, now left again. Got a man in motion. It's Angelillo who fumbled the football and hopping back on it at the 30-yard line is Shikolami. Martin was there, and it looks like Morgan also. Actually, actually, I'm going to correct that. That looked like it might have been Keener on the recovery. So the Braves get the ball back at the 30-yard line after the freshman 
uh, get, or excuse me, the senior, rather, uh, Angelillo, gets his first catch of the year. Well, they got a first down, Kevin. They got themselves out of the depths of the red zone, all right, hoping to get down to the other end into the red zone. <laughs> the, the depths of a different red yeah, exactly. zone. Wetzel now with a handoff. It goes to Schaefer Knights, who gets around the 30, makes the first man miss, puts a shoulder through the next defender, and it gets down to the 45-yard line. The kids are playing good, Kevin. They really are. Well, that's the one thing. I mean, go ahead. I, I mean, that, that's that's just two first downs back-to-back, and uh, they just got done holding Nifflenberg on a fourth and two. All right. They'll spot him at the 42-yard line after that about 12-yard gain, and that's another thing that we were talking about with Coach Kaiser in the pregame. You know, these, uh, the Braves, especially last week against Shamoka, just have not given in. But Mifflinburg just has a little too much offense, got into a little too good of a start. Braves' offense got a little slow. Wetzel, pump fakes, rolls out, jump pass, and that one is incomplete to Angelillo. Well, that time there was a lot of uh, offensive linemen being shoved back into uh, yeah. where the quarterback was, and, and, and they were being led by Mr. Ulrich, number 52. Yeah, you read my mind. Ulrich and Whitaker that time just, made their way in the backfield awful, uh, awful deep. All to 42-yard line, second down and 10, 21 to nothing. Mifflinburg leading Shikolami here in the final stanza. Three receivers far side, ball in the near hash mark. Wetzel has the time, fires it. It is complete. And that's Morgan at the 35, or about the 45 to about the 50-yard line. They're going to put him on the 50, Kevin. And he will be at the midfield stripe with an eight-yard gain. That's Morgan's eighth catch of the season. Has a touchdown receiving, a long of 71. Averaging about 12 yards a catch right now. Third down and short. Shotgun again for Wetzel. Sidecar left. He'll give it now to Schaefer Knights. Makes a man miss after he was stopped at the line of scrimmage. Gets the first down and is down to the 40-yard line for a gain of about 11. Looked like he was done behind the line of scrimmage. Bounced off the tackle. And move the chain. Well, you got to wrap your arms, Kevin. And, and, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are, all right, when you've got somebody that's as strong as uh, Isaac Schaefer Knights, you got you got to get your shoulder pads on and hold on to him, or he's going to do exactly what he did there, bounce off like a pinball. Bounce right out of it. Shotgun, three receivers to the near side. Handoff right up the middle, Schaefer Knights again, like a pinball bouncing off guys for a big five-yard carry on that first and ten. But he he got a little bit of a hole there to move through. Looks like the Braves got somewhat of a surge that time. Three receivers near side, one to the far side, quickly to the line, second down and five. Schaefer Knights coming to the near side. Now he cuts it back inside and runs into no man's land leading the way there for the uh, Mifflinburg defense is Carter Breed, the linebacker. He did get two yards, though, Kevin, so that leaves it that third and three. Makes it third and manageable. Yeah, from the – and you're also in two down uh, – fourth down, four Most down definitely. territory. Yeah. They're sitting on the uh, 
34-yard line of Mifflinburg. Got to get to the 31-yard line, just beyond, just short of the 31. Now they're going to have to shift some players around a little bit as Fastbinder comes to the near side and lines up. Now they'll go three to the far side, ball in the middle of the field. Direct snap to Wetzel. Wetzel with some time. Fires a dart and a flag coming for a hold. Pass was intended for Morgan, who was on the ground when that ball was fired. So that means it's, they're going to be third and... Uh, well, now, here's a question. I'm going to put you in Coach Dressler's choice. What do you do here? I, I, the way the Braves are moving the ball, I'd take the penalty. Boy, I don't know. Well, that is going to be... It is gonna, yeah, they are going to take the penalty. And here, Here's the big difference. I think here's the big difference. That happened about two yards, three yards behind the line of scrimmage. So now instead of a 10-yard penalty, it's a 13-yard penalty. Makes it third down and about 15. The line of scrimmage was about the 33, right. and the penalty occurred at the 38. So, right. you know, that's five yards plus the 10. Whew. Yeah, that, that, I think I think in that particular case, I would tend to agree with the but call. It's, it's still, back. still third down and about 16. Yep, third down and long. The Braves will send three to the far side of the field, one to the near side. Wetzel in the shotgun again. Back to pass, has a protector. Pressure's coming, fires a great sliding catch by Snyder. And, and the said official no. said no, he trapped it. Wow, that looked like a good catch for the official right on top of it. We do not have the luxury of instant replay or challenging, all right? You definitely don't have challenges, no. no. <laughs> You're right about that. Looks like, looks like the Braves are going to go for this one, Kevin. So it'll be fourth down and really long. Well, they better get a play called. Now, yeah, they're going to have to timeout. call a timeout. Yeah. That'll be timeout number one for Shikolemi Mifflinburg with one timeout remaining. That'll give us an opportunity to take a look at our Blaze Alexander Ford. Built Ford tough game of the week. In the third quarter, Milton leading Bloomsburg 14-13. That at the newly remodeled Panther Stadium. I think it was newly remodeled last year, actually. Maybe the year before. They didn't play in it last year. What's that? They didn't play in it last year. Was it last year then that they did remodel last, last year. No, they've been building it for two years. And okay. they, they last year they played all away games as home games. You know, they used, I think they used Warrior Run. I don't, you know, I forget how they used Bloom University. They used, a couple Dan, of times they used Danville. They, I don't know if they used Bloom, but they used Danville. Well, well I know Milton know. used Danville a few times as oh, well. I'm sorry. We talk, who are you talking about? I, I was talking, talking about Bloomsburg. Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah. you're right. Milton yeah. did run there. Uh, yeah, you're right. I places. thought you were talking about I, So it's at Bloomsburg, right? Yes, it's at Bloomsburg. Okay, that's a nice complex they have down yeah, there. Yeah, they, they've really done a, it. Uh, they had a lot of money when the flood happened several years ago, and they put it into the complex there fourth down and long wetzel gets the direct snap pressure's coming he's going to take a shot and that ball is intercepted a sliding grab by brian reader and reader will pick it off at the 39 yard line well lucas's defense he had no time it to was throw like it. sitting on the titanic yeah. all right and now here here i'm sorry chief here's the strange part you got your quarterback coming to the sideline to get his gloves now to go back to the defensive line position of his defensive end. He'll take the right glove off then for offense so he can throw the ball. Uh, it's just the way it is when you're trying to find enough helmets to fill a team. 
A lot of Iron Man football for Shikolami tonight and this year. Showing pressure with the blitz. Picked up well. Dressler coming to the near side. Beautiful catch and a flag flies on the great grab to the near side by Workman. At the 30-yard line, that's going to be pass interference against Shikolami. But you take, you take the take the catch absolutely right so you know it's 2 12 22 32 that's a 34 yard gain kevin drive started at the 39 yard line who caught the ball was it it was it was zach workman with another big catch yeah they'll send the big tight end Kyler Troop to the far side of the field. Back to pass Dressler. Looked at Troop for a minute. Now he looks at him again. He's going to go for the mismatch and doing a nice job of denying Troop the outside was Rashawn Martin that time. And I'll tell you what, Martin is looking up. I mean, he's looking up about a half a foot to be able to defend Kyler Troop. He could have been on your shoulders and still wasn't tall enough. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Dressler saw he had what he thought was a mismatch, but, again, running him off the ball was Martin that time. Do you think it's uh, it's kind of ironic? It looks like Mifflinburg wants to punch one in here because they've thrown the they ball do. now. I think you're right. Back to pass, looking at Troop on the far side again. They're going to go down the middle of the field. It's going to be a flag flies, and catching the ball in the end zone for the touchdown is going to be deal. But a flag on the play, and I think that's going to be pass interference on the defense. Yes, I think you're right, Kevin. If this goes, it'll be Deal's fourth receiving touchdown of the season and his third touchdown of it the is. night. It's a touchdown. And that is going to be, they're going to actually call holding, not pass interference. But nevertheless, it is going to go down as a 27-yard touchdown with 8.26 to go here in the fourth quarter. You know, I, unofficially, I, you know, I have, I have deal with 80 yards uh, on four catches, Kevin. Plus the rushing yards, yet. Yeah. Well, he's got 195 he's at there. Oh. Renatsky with the extra point, but it looks like that's going to be five yards further back as somebody was calling for the ball, but I don't no. think, oh, no, it's going to be on Chickalemi. They called They offsides. declined it. So it will remain where it is. I saw the left side of Mifflinburg. Yeah, move. but I, I think that's after Chickalemi came right. across the yep. Good snap, good set. The popped-up kick is no good. Short. I don't know if it was short or short and right, but it was definitely not good. It looked like he got underneath that one a little bit. So it will remain 27 to nothing, Mifflinburg. Coming up tomorrow on 100.9, the Valley, the Lewisburg, or excuse me, the Bucknell Bison will be on the road to Holy Cross. We'll have the pregame for you at 3.30, kickoff at 4. Doug Birdsong has the call. I'll be joining him up in Massachusetts at Worcester. 
I got to work up my accent for tomorrow. Eagles are on Eagle 107 on Sunday. The Eagles head to Arizona. Pre-game starts at 3.30, kickoff at 4.25 on Eagle 107. And hopefully there will not be a Phillies game on Sunday. Phillies won earlier today, 6-3 on Eagle 107. They'll be coming back on the Eagle 107 tomorrow night at 8 p.m. A first pitch at 8.37 as they try and win the wild card in two straight. It's nice to be talking about Phillies baseball. If you're a Phillies fan, it's nice to be talking about baseball in October. It's been a long time since we've had that. Oh, you bet. 11 years. Yankees fans are just waiting for their opportunity. It's coming. It'll be coming after the wild card round. Otsky now ready to boot the ball away. Braves would like to get on the board here once. That's going to be a line drive kick taken by Morgan in about the 12 to the 20. Right up the middle of the field of the 25 to the 30. Spun off a tackle to the 35 to the 36-yard line. Finally bringing him down at about the 36-yard line is Martin. Chad Martin, that is. 8.17 remaining here at Shikolami Stadium. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Shikolami Braves football. Shikolami Braves football on News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and online or on your mobile device at WKOK.com. Shikolami with the football. And a first and 10 at the 35-yard line. Play fake, rolling out to the far side. The give to Snyder. And the pass to Snyder will get it to about the 40. They'll bring up a second down and five for the Braves. As the clock winds with just under eight to go here in this one. With Mifflinburg leading at 27 to nothing. Chiefs got his Shimoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game in mind, I can tell. Because you said it earlier. You yeah. mentioned it earlier. Yeah. That's how I can tell. You're right. But you think I, I am no, not, no, I'm not, I am not I'm, that observant. I'm not changing. <laughs> Here comes Wetzel with a pass, rolling out to the near side after the play fake. Fires it, complete to Martin at the 45-yard line. Beautiful open field tackle by Andrew Deal. Just short of the first down. Uh, actually, they're going to move the chains for the first down. They'll spot him at the 46-yard line. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not saying anything. Uh, looks like somebody got a little too close to the vehicle, parked out back, and it started going off the alarm. Wetzel back to pass with a play fake. Goes to Martin, or Morgan rather, and Morgan bobbles it. And is it going to be a turnover or is he down by contact? I didn't see a beanbag fall. And the officials are going to mark it right about the line of scrimmage. So it will not be a turnover. And it will be a completed pass for no gain. No gain. Third down. Second down. I'm sorry, second and ten. Second down and ten from the... Shikolami 46-yard line. Clock winding with 6.18 remaining here in this one. Over to the far side of the field. 
Fastbinder, the sophomore. Four receivers in the pattern. Now Martin will set up on the hash marks. Direct snap to Wetzel. Fires it to the middle field, finds Martin at the 50. And he'll get down to the 45. Good enough for a first down. And a gain of 13 to the 41-yard uh, line. You know, Lucas is doing a nice job under pressure getting rid of the ball. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's completed several nice throws. That time uh, Martin was wide open. Uh, looks like Mifflinburg lost him in that in that zone defense that, he, that they had. First down and 10 at the 41. Wind starting to pick up again for the first time since the pregame, really. Wetzel gets the direct snap. He'll find Schaefer Knights. Schaefer Knights at the 40 to the 38-yard line. Snowed under there by Whitaker. And again, he, he bounced over a couple of people, Kevin. We'll make it a three-yard gain to the 38-yard line. That's his 15th carry of the night, Kevin. Wow. Isaac Schaefer Knights, unofficially. 58 yards. One final of the evening, Danville 42, Montoursville nothing. Sealands Grove has Montoursville, I think, next week. Shotgun by Wetzel. Gets the play fake, fires it out. Complete the Morgan. Morgan breaks a tackle. Now he's coming back to the near side. Long way to run. Breaks another tackle. He's back to the 50, going the wrong way. Trying to make something happen. Breaks two more tackles to the 45-yard line. And a Mifflinburg player is down. No flags on that one. That play started right about the 35-yard line and ended up back at the Shikolami 45-yard line. Is So he had a two-yard two yard gain turned into a... Uh, eight about yard an eight-yard loss, yard loss yeah. and ran shorter forever. And now we do have one flag down, and that is a blindside block against Shikalimi. Wow. Now, you usually see something like that on one of those plays where the uh, ball carrier kind of doubles back on you, and uh, usually it's a block in the back, but it's a blindside block is what they're calling against Shikalimi. And a Mifflinburg player again down on the far side of the or on the far hash mark right now. We'll give you some score updates. A final from Thursday night, Muncie 21, South Williamsport 14. Sealands Grove has defeated Central Mountain 42 to 6. Loyal Sock 34, Lewisburg nothing in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Southern Columbia 37, the Central Columbia 2. Line Mountain 43, Halifax 6 in the fourth. Also in the fourth quarter, Milton 14, Bloomsburg 13. Late third quarter, Canton 67, Montgomery nothing. Warrior Run 27, Midwest nothing in the fourth. Mount Carmel 39, Hughesville 7 in the fourth. And Jersey Shore 48, Shimokin nothing. Still have a Mifflinburg player down now. You see the... Mifflinburg team has uh, had a knee down, and they'll He's get up. him up and He's get him walking under his own power. Yes, it's is. Reeder, Brian Reeder, the sophomore, who plays inside linebacker for the Wildcats. But it's good to see him get up and walk off under his own power. Well, this is going to be a, a, a drive killer penalty. Yeah, I'm afraid it will. No Penn State football coming up tomorrow on WKOK, so keep up on college football with Fox Sports Radio after 1 o'clock. Did they decline the penalty? 
because they just I, made I have it. not no. I have not heard no. no there's the march off I was gonna say I have not seen a signal and I have not I have not heard anything either way so there is the blindside block and it is a 15 yard penalty and we'll mark it all the way back to the 40 yard line of Shikalim. <laughs> What's that? Okay. Bill Ziegler, our public address announcer, just uh, said, as Kevin Hurst says, third, uh, second down and yikes for the Braves. <laughs> I appreciate the plug. Thank you. We'll be talking a lot during basketball season at yeah. a timeout by Mifflinburg. That'll be their final timeout with 440 remaining here in this one. The things you hear when you're in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I heard your name, but then I didn't hear what was said. <laughs> I, I kind of just caught it out of the, just at the last second. And four, second down, and, well, it's pretty much, uh, this This actually might be beyond yikes. This might be just yikes in a way. Ball to 40-yard line. Next week, the Braves will invite Bloomsburg to town. And Bloomsburg in a battle with Milton right now. Milton leading at 14-13. That one at Panther Stadium in Bloomsburg. Post-fair football in Bloomsburg. Did you get back up on Saturday? I did. After the Bucknell game, I did make a trip in there and uh, grabbed another cheesesteak and uh, some more peanuts and another orangeade. And I'm good for the year now. I'm feeling good for the year. Well, that's good. Yeah. Wetzel in this second down and extremely long. A second down about 29. Three receivers far side. Shotgun formation. The handoff coming to Schaefer Knights. Around the edge. Got tripped up at the 40-yard line. Nice open field tackle there by Kyler Troop, who has leads the team with four sacks on the season for Mifflinburg. Mifflinburg does a nice job of getting the ball. What's that? I said Mifflinburg defensively does a nice job of getting the ball. They're, they're a big team, Kevin. It's a, it's a very talented football team. It'll be interesting to see how they match up in the playoffs this year. Wetzel back to pass. Has time. Pumps. Fires it. Got hit at the time. And over the top, slapping it away is Gradotsky. Pass was intended for Snyder. Boy, did Isaac Schaefer and Knights do a nice job of blocking that fire and linebacker number five. I mean, that was quite a collision, all right, or, or uh, you know, Wetzel might not have gotten that ball off. Well, I'll tell you what, you got to applaud Gradotsky, though. He came up and hit the def- and slapped yeah. the ball away right at the perfect time. But did he put his hand on his shoulder? No, I don't think he did. Okay. I, I, the timing was right on the money. And here comes the punt by Coons. Oh, that one he got off a of beauty. And that'll take him down to about the 25-yard line. Deal will take it there. And actually, a flag. They stopped it early. And there's a flag back at the original line of scrimmage. And Coach Kaiser is not happy. No, he's very, uh, very uh, animated. I'm not quite sure, and, and it's not at the, I don't think it's at the officials either. I, I think, now there's a long conversation here at about the 40-yard line. 
by the referee, and now another official joins in. It's one of those times you wish you could eavesdrop in on the huddle. I think they're asking what would be a good wedding gift. <laughs> Break into Bull Durham or there Bull for Durham, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, candlesticks are always uh, nice. Let's get to it. <laughs> All right, let's get to it. <laughs> oh, gosh, some people know what we're talking about. Oh. There's a lot of great lines from Bull Durham. Most of them you can't use on broadcast radio or television. All right, here comes our penalty. And we'll wait. Okay. All right, now we have a personal foul against Mifflinburg. Personal foul against Shikolumi. They'll repeat fourth down. All that. That's, that's a long conversation. Well, there's the entire coaching staff from Mifflinburg out on the field. Yeah, now. they're they're out on the field. They're they're talking to the side judge. Mifflinburg, by the way, had lined up with the bowl back where they. I don't know. I, I didn't think he signaled for a fair catch, but they stopped the play at about the 27 yard line. I did not see a signal for a fair catch. The ball, by the way, is still back there. And the official now talking with the Shikolami special teams. Well, basically offense when you're in high school. And then Deal says, hey, the ball's back here. And the official said, no, I want it back. So he fires it back. All right. So the ball is spotted with a fourth down and long. So we're back to fourth down and 27. At the Shikolami 41-yard line. Boy, the, co- the official put that ball down like he meant something there. <laughs> it was, you know, it was like, planted. Like he's, uh, like he's upset. Yeah, he planted that ball right there at the 41. All right. See if Mifflinburg brings pressure. Koontz get the high snap off center. Gets it. Punts it away. Hits it about the 30. Takes a Shikolami bounce to the 25. And then works its way to the sidelines to about the 23. And it's down at the 24-yard line by Morgan. Let's hope that the there's, there's another, another flag. flag. Let's hope that this 3:38 to go in the game doesn't turn into a half hour you know, of nothing more than uh, penalty. That's a, it's against. It looks like it's against number 33 for Shikolami. I, I would like to say that I am. Uh, I am sorry I mentioned Shikolami being the least penalized team in the region this year because they uh, definitely have had some issues with. The laundry on the field here well, today. If it's a dead ball foul, it'll go from where the where the where All the right. play ended. So it is unsportsmanlike conduct against Shikalemi. Well, let's see if it's a dead ball foul. If it's a dead ball foul, it goes from the spot. If it's not, then it has to come back to I think the 40-yard line or the 41. But again, not quite sure. Usually your unsportsman likes are dead ball fouls. And is it against Mifflinburg? Now I'm completely confused. No, right now they're marking. The official oh. standing where the ball went out of bounds. Now he's going to yeah, mark it's at off the, 15, Okay, there it is. Yeah. Seven, yeah, it's at the 24. 12, 15. All right, so that's exactly what it is. It'll go from the 24 to the 39-yard line. And... The call was unsportsmanlike conduct against Shikolemi. 
First and 10 at the 39-yard line of Mifflinburg. With 3.38 to go in this one, Mifflinburg leading at 27-0. Here's the handoff, and no running room there. Derek Turbo-Ortiz takes care of business there. 21 carried the ball. Yeah, that's uh, Miller. And now a Shikolami player down. It's Fassbinder who's getting up slow and limping his way off the field, and he's not going to make it. They're going to tell him to just get down and wait it out. Yeah, it looks like it might be. Loss of one. By what's, Miller. What's the difference between a warm weather cramp and a cold weather cramp? Uh, one, you're shivering, <laughs> and the other, you're not. That's about the only thing I can I'm not, tell you. I'm not making light of the fact that the poor kid has a cramp, but it just seems like I don't remember. I just don't remember it being that much of a problem years ago. Well, here's an update on our built Ford Tough game of the week from Blaze Alexander Ford in Lewisburg. They're in the fourth quarter with Milton leading Bloomsburg 21-13. Bloomsburg coming here to Shikolami Stadium one week from tonight. On 100.9 the Valley, it is Loyal Sock 41, Lewisburg nothing. A final, actually not quite, it is a final, sorry. Sealands Grove 42, Central Mountain 6 on Eagle 107. Well, we got 327 to go here in the fourth quarter. Indeed. Second down and 11 for Mifflinburg. Dressler still in at quarterback. He'll take the direct snap. Three-step drop. Pressure's coming. He's going to lob one up looking for Martin. He's got Martin at the 35-yard line. And the officials say it is a good catch. Wow. Consistently get behind our, our, our guys. Wow. 10, 20. 23. That's more than that, isn't it, Kev? It started at the 38-yard line. Okay, 23. First and 10 at the Shikolami 35. Under three minutes left here in this one. Mifflinburg trying to tack on to this one, get back-to-back shutouts. And Dressler will take it, hand the ball off to Melendez. Melendez will run free into the secondary, and he's dropped by Schaefer, but not before he gets inside the 15 to the 11-yard line. 24 on that carry for Jonathan Melendez, the 5'7", 180 senior. Right now, the Braves' defense just seems to be wearing down. Well, they're tired. Yeah. Dressler in the shotgun sidecar left as Melendez again. Back to Pat. Nope, it's going to be a handoff. Melendez knocked off his feet right before he got to the end zone. Morgan with a touchdown saving tackle. It'll be a gain of nine to the four. And a timeout, an official's timeout for another injured Shikolami player. Cramp. Indeed. I don't know. that. It looked like Shikolami was missing a defensive lineman on that play. I saw the I saw the nose tackle or nose guard. I saw the left tackle, but I did not see anybody that was lined up between the the, the nose guard and, and the outside uh, backer. Looks like it might be Snyder that actually is walking off after that leg cramp. Yeah. Couple other finals: Danville 42, Montoursville nothing, Southern Columbia 37, Central Columbia nine, Line Mountain 43, Halifax 13. 
And from Thursday night, Muncie defeats South Williamsport 21-14. Dressler now in the shotgun formation. Clock's going to wind now with 2-11 remaining in this one. And the handoff to Melendez, and Schaefer-Knights meets him at the line, but ends up finding the one-yard line, two-yard line. It'll be good enough for a first down and a new set of downs. It's first and goal from the two now after the gain of three. Melendez getting some work now after... Carter well, Breed and Andrew Deal did most of the damage. Well, he got he got him down there. He's trying to let him score. All right. Melendez does have one rushing touchdown this year. Come up to the line of scrimmage with seven on the play clock. Now five actually on the play clock. Wrestler under center will hand the ball off to Melendez. Left side runs it into the end zone. Touchdown. Mifflinburg scores for the fifth time tonight with a three-yard touchdown run by Melendez. Again, you know, the Braves moving the football and then, again, they shoot themselves in the foot with penalties. You know what really hurt that time was the pass to Chase Morgan. Yeah. And he, and he instead of going down or going upfield, he, he came back he trying came to backwards. get around and he ended up losing all that yardage. Extra point attempt, hits the crossbar and bounces backwards, no good. <laughs> Radotsky that time uh, had that one come right back toward him. So Mifflinburg with a 33 to nothing lead over Shikalemi here with a minute 25 to go. Braves would have liked to have gotten on the board here once. They have moved the ball. Uh, they have had some opportunities, but just have not been able to. I think they've been in the red zone. Have they been in the red zone tonight? They've been moving the ball between I, the twenties, but I don't remember. I don't think they got inside the twenty. I don't remember being inside the twenty at all tonight. Again, coming up next week, the Braves will be hosting Bloomsburg, and it's on the road to the Silver Bowl in Mount Carmel. And a tough task with the Red Tornadoes, and then wrapping up the season with another tough task here at Shikolami Stadium on Senior Night against the Southern Columbia Tigers. Just doesn't seem fair, does it, Kevin? <laughs> you got to play Mount Carmel and Shemokin and, and uh, Mount Carmel and Southern Columbia back, back to, to back, back on a year that you don't have enough players. Yep. So Martin goes to the far side of the field. Morgan to the near side of the field. Radonsky will be ready to boot the ball away, and he's been kicking line drive kicks down the middle of the field-ish all through the evening. And he'll line up and boot the ball away. And it will be a line drive kick. I think that might have hit an up man, too. Yeah. And falling on the ball then for the Braves is Elijah Fernandez. It almost looked like an onside kick, but it wasn't. Yeah. Because the ball, the ball, I think, hit one of the front five. It was what I call an often onside kick. It just seemed like it's taken forever to play the last five minutes of this football I was game. waiting for you to say that. I could see the look Why, in your how eyes. How do we get into these situations? <laughs> I could see the look in your eyes, and I knew that's where you were going. You were coming up with. First and 10 at the 36-yard line. Still not the longest game in Chickalamie history. 
No, that we, happened in week one. That was the first game. Yeah. I, oh, well, I'm not going back to that thing. There's a shotgun for Wetzel with eight on the play clock. They'll have four receivers in the pattern. They'll get the direct snap. Hand it off now to Schaefer Knight. Schaefer Knight's across the 40 to the 45. Nine-yard gain on first down. See if the Braves do a little hurry up here or they decide to huddle up. Nope, they're going to sugar huddle this one and come to the line of scrimmage with the clock running with a minute two to go. Trying to get something on the board here before everything wraps up. And Wetzel will take the direct snap. High snap, controlled, gives the ball to Schaefer Knights. Spins off one tackle, gets the first down, and is snowed under at the 50-yard line. Clock stopping with 43 seconds remaining. That's his 18th carry. I've got him unofficially at 75 yards, and he's earned every one of those 75 yards. Yeah, I'll say he has. He has uh, one, uh, actually two 100-yard games this year. Matter of fact, so does Deal for Mifflinburg. Shotgun now for Wetzel once again. He's played all but one snap at quarterback when they went to the Wildcat. Here comes Schaefer Knights. He is hogtied that time by Mifflinburg's Emmanuel Ulrich. And Ulrich will grab the loss of two on the play. Believe it or not, that's his first tackle for a loss this year. Really? And the clock will wind down and go to all zeros. Mifflinburg 33, Shikalimi nothing is our final score. I'd like to thank our viewers on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel tonight. Elizabeth DeRoba is our director, and our camera folks, Emma Pengill and Becca Regal. Post-game show coming up next. Martin Troy here from Zimmerman Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I want to talk to you about our express lane. No appointment ever needed. Just walk in and let our express lane experts do the rest. And this month, Mark, we're giving you a five-star car wash with every express lane service. Our way to say thank you for your business. We know people have busy lives and our express lane allows you to have a factory certified service at your convenience. Our express lane is open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. till 4 and Saturday from 7.30 to 12. So stop Fire Express Lane at Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury. It's game time. Football season is here and Buffalo Wild Wings has everything you need for a great tailgate. Take out food for a watch party at home or stop in and stay for that welcoming neighborhood atmosphere with front row seats for everyone. Watch your favorite game at B-Dubs and you'll get in the spirit for sure. Buffalo Wild Wings in Seals Grove, your go-to place for sports, fun, and great food. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333.
Take the stress out of owning a home with the Midpen Energy Advantage Plan. This year-round maintenance plan is designed to prevent large costly issues, save you money on parts and labor, and provide priority service if you have an issue. With the Midpen Energy Advantage Plan, you'll receive an annual furnace tune-up, 15% off all parts and labor on your HVAC system, 24-7 emergency service, and a $200 credit towards new qualifying equipment. Eat with confidence. The Midpen Energy Advantage Plan. Learn more at midpenenergy.com or call 570-524-2215. Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. Mifflinburg down Shikolomi 35 to nothing here at Shikolomi Stadium. Wasn't it 33? 33 to nothing, sorry, here at Shikolomi Stadium. Uh, could have been 35, but they missed a couple of extra points along the way. Deal started the scoring with a six yard touchdown run with a minute 23 to go in the first quarter, made it 7 to nothing. Then with 11 19 to go in the half, it was a five yard deal touchdown run. The extra point was blocked by Martin, and it made it 13 to nothing, Mifflinburg. 23 seconds left in the half. Dressler finishes off the uh, series with a two-yard touchdown run, throws the two-point conversion to Martin and makes it 21 to nothing at the half. Mifflinburg then found the end zone in the fourth quarter after a scoreless third quarter, 8:26 to go with a 27-yard touchdown pass from Dressler to Deal, and he grabbed a Deal. Grabs another touchdown reception, his fourth of the season, and his third touchdown of the night. The extra point was no good, and with 8.26 to go in the third fourth quarter, it was 27-0. Braves moved the ball between the 20s, but just couldn't get anything into the red zone. A couple of big penalties, and then a bad play by Chase Morgan, who was trying to make something happen out of nothing. Ended up taking a two-yard gain and making it about a 15-yard loss. Led to the final touchdown of the ball game, a three-yard Melendez touchdown run. Melendez running for his second touchdown of the season with 125 remaining. In this one, the extra point was, again, no good and made it 33 to nothing. Some of the final numbers from the Chief. Offensively for the Wildcats, uh, unofficially they finished with 177 yards rushing and deal at 95 of those. Breed had 40, and Melendez in that last series picked up 42. 188 yards passing, and uh, Troy uh, Dressler was 7 for, uh, uh, I'm sorry, he was uh, 12 for 19, and he had one interception. Uh, again, the leading receiver was Deal, okay, with 80 yards, and of course, Wortman had a couple of big ones uh, for 57 yards, and Grakowski with, for, for 55, so three of the receivers had most of the yardage. Uh, for Shikalimi, they had ended up with 78 yards rushing, and and uh, Schaefer Knights, Isaac Schaefer Knights, had 73 of those. Passing, Wetzel was nine for 17 with two interceptions and uh, roughly around 39 yards. So it was uh, it was a tough night for the Shikalimi offense. Again, you know, again, I keep saying this: it's 33 nothing. It seemed like the defense played better than a 33 to nothing score, and it was only 21 nothing going into the fourth quarter. But again. Uh, you know, a couple of, a couple of uh, 
excellent plays by Mifflinburg on defense, some penalties against the Braves, and they got two more scores to make it 33 to nothing. And uh, it's a very tired defense because they spent the majority of the game on the field. A lot of plays, a lot of plays on the defensive side of the ball. Chief, you had in mind, and you mentioned it during the broadcast, your yeah. Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It would have been, I think it was Workman's catch on the one-yard line. Yeah. Uh, that, that. Oh, no, you're uh, you're thinking of. Uh, it wasn't Workman. No. It, it was uh, the Gruka- sideline catch. Grakowski. Grakow- uh, yeah, it was Grakowski, right? Number three? Yes. Yes, yeah. it was Sean Gritkowski, yeah. uh the uh, 5'10 and that, junior. And that yeah. set up the third touchdown, to, you know, to make it 21. Uh, make, at that time, uh, 19 to nothing, but then right. they went for two to make it 21. And I I thought the Braves were going to get away coming in with only being down by uh, two scores, and it ended up being three. Yeah, that was a great catch on the sideline. Good throw by Dressler. Oh and, uh, again, kind of a one-handed catch, not quite as one-handed as we saw the other night on Thursday Night Football, but a very good one-handed catch over his head and pulls the ball in as well with the second hand. And that became our Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shemokin Dam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. Let's run down the final scores on the WKOK.com high school football scoreboard. Thursday night, Muncie defeated South Williamsport 21 to nothing. It was Sealands Grove 42, Central Mountain 6. Late in the fourth quarter, Loyal Sock leading Lewisburg 41-7. Danville shuts out Montoursville, 42 to nothing. Southern Columbia, no problems with Central Columbia, 37 to nine. Line Mountain, a big win over Halifax, 43-13 on the road. It was Bloomsburg falling to Milton. Milton with a 21-13 win at Bloomsburg. The Panthers will come into Shikolomi Stadium one week from tonight. Canton, 73. Montgomery, six. Late fourth quarter score, Warrior Run 27, Midwest 7, Mount Carmel 46, Hughesville 20, and Jersey Shore thumps Shemokin, a shutout, 62 to nothing. That could be a preview of what you could see in week one of the district playoffs if Shemokin is the four and Jersey Shore is the one. They could play again up at Thompson Street Stadium in a couple of weeks. Oh, joy. If you're Shemokin, right? If you're Shemokin, that's not not a great idea. That's not a great thing at all. But, Kevin, Chief, your final thoughts. Well, I thought thought Lucas Wetzel did a nice job at quarterback tonight. I mean, you know, I mean, he's a big big guy. He's not probably as mobile as a lot of quarterbacks around. But, uh, you know, he he delivered a couple of nice passes. And, you know, I, I tell you what, it's tough being a defensive end and then coming in and playing quarterback where, everybody's after you. I thought, he had, I thought he had a pretty decent night, especially since, let's face it, it's only been two and a half, three weeks that he's been back underneath That's center. That's exactly right. Or, or doing that, and it's and it's he's he's our quarterback right now. And, and this is the first full week, I believe, of practice that, that he, he has at quarterback. Yeah, and with number, that's a number one. I, I thought uh, Turbo Ortiz, if it, that kid doesn't make uh, Heartland All-Conference at linebacker, I don't know who should. I'll tell you he's what. amazing. 
D- uh, D- DTO had a, a that is going to be a DTO tackle from now on. Yeah, because that was a big time I, mistake. I I still am amazed. I, it's almost like did that really happen? And it did. If you did not see that, definitely watch it on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. It is worth the time right there. That yeah. was a heck of a tackle on I, that play. And again, uh, I give I give a lot of credit to the the Shikolimi kids because you you know when you when you're running a lot of freshmen and you got some kids that come out and for the you know they've been practicing for a week and they they come out and play a team like Mifflinburg it's not like you're easing into it yeah, all right exactly. so and again, again hats off to the coaches too because I, I know what they're dealing with and it's something that uh is is uh is you just don't want to have to happen to your team so I I think there's I, there's 50 over 50 kids on the eighth grade football team and if if they can get half of them back for ninth grade next year coach Kaiser's going to have uh, going to have JV some, team. Yeah, and he's, yeah, exactly right. Because right now they're not playing JV football right. And, uh, and they no, can't. They can't. And uh, there's no ninth grade teams around anymore. So, you know, it's – it's uh, it's uh, anyway, I'm trying to be as positive as I can. Well, it, it's 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 definitely a tough year. It's a tough year for the coaching staff to try. And, and it's a tough year for the players because a lot of these guys, again, are playing both ways. And in this case, all three ways were special teams exactly. as well. Yep, you're right. Once again, our final score was Mifflinburg 33, Shikolami nothing. Braves will be hosting the Bloomsburg Panthers one week from tonight here on WKOK, WKOK.com, and on the WKOK Sports YouTube channel. Bloomsburg falling earlier tonight to Milton 21-13, a great season for the Milton Black Panthers this year. See how uh, they can keep that going into late October and early November. Coming up tomorrow, no Penn State football, but the Nittany Lions will take the bye week, and you'll get an opportunity to hear Fox Sports Radio catch up on all of college football starting at 1. And then at 3.30 on 100.9 The Valley, it's Bucknell football at Holy Cross. Bison taking on the Crusaders. Game time set for 4. Phillies fans, make sure you tune in to Eagle 107 tomorrow night. Phillies and the Cardinals game 2 as the Phillies try and wrap up the wild card championship with a game starting at 8 o'clock with a pregame, 8.37 first pitch. Good night. You've been listening to Shikalemi Braves football on WKOK and WKOK.com.